Alrighty. Um, seems an appropriate song for uh, for today's episode. This is the first episode, or at least the first full episode of Bruise Views and Other Nerdities. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory. And uh, what do we got? We're, we're look, focusing on the uh, the quote-unquote potential Oscar noms. So we're looking at uh, Elvis for this week, and uh, we're looking at The Menu, which has had some Golden Globe nominations. So. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a shocker. Uh, really? Uh-oh. <laughs> like, uh-oh. <laughs> like your thoughts that's betray you. That's what you. Like your thoughts just, betray you. <laughs> you know, I just realized that everything, uh, I'm starting to I'm starting to relate everything to the Emperor and like Anakin now. <laughs> it goes to the whole the Elvis thing and the and the and Parker. Oh, like, the Colonel. Like, the <laughs> like, like there's like always two, like the, the yeah, master and the like, apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so let's see. Um, it's been a pretty busy week. I'm still kind of at the very, very, very tail end of this cold. Um, mm. we did our first interview of the year yesterday. Uh, I interviewed a uh, the one of the uh, head brewers at uh, Great Notion yesterday. Um, nice. James Dugan had a little chat with him about uh, about brewing and Great Notion and all of that stuff. There, super nice guy. Um, I think we're going to probably get that interview out probably later on today. I think on the uh, on the uh, on the on the website. Nice. You, you should have had some secret questions. You know, did you have any secret questions you wanted not, to ask? Not like, necessarily. Not necessarily. Yeah, I, I probably would because Great Notions. You know, they've been around for a while. I think I would have more questions for like. Really, I should have gave you some for Adroid Theory, like the one the smaller ones that are more like out there. Great uh-huh. Notions has been around for a while. We've had their beers for for quite a while, so. You know, I mean, maybe the only question, you know, I could ask is like, you know, like the expansion stuff side of it, but that's already, you know, they're, that's in motion. So, you know, what's the question? Are you going to expand further than, uh, than just uh, Berkeley? Are you going to go beyond that? That's the only thing I'm probably would have asked, but yeah. Yeah. I asked him a lot of uh, questions on the brewing side because he is one of the, uh, oh, yeah, one of the head yeah. brewers. So I was asking about like adjuncting and hops and oh, stuff like that. Nice. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good conversation. Those guys are super nice. Um, if I wasn't a fan of theirs, I mean, obviously we were fans. I'm like a bigger fan oh, yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, and we do have some great notion uh, beers for this week's episode. Um, yeah. what do you want to pop first? Oh, I guess I can I can reach down here. Oh shoot! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, where's the producer? At? We still don't have yeah. that producer. No, at least like an intern. Oh, the intern. I'm telling you, you yeah. gotta have like the book. You gotta have like that little like. Get a push like number one, like like one, like immediately. We don't have that budget yet. Although you know what I did invest in. Um, what I did invest in just the past couple of days is I invested in a desk, and uh, it's actually pretty cool because it's. Uh, I got it off of Amazon. Um, I needed a more stable desk, and this one is uh, it's automated, so it it goes up Ooh, and down. Yeah, uh, it has a motor, so I just push a button. And it goes up and down at will, so you can um, stand too. Like yes, you need to, like yeah, yes. That's, that's yes. what actually. That's what I really need because wow. to, you know, sitting in position for for three three hours, my knees get really yeah. sore. Yeah, so, well, let me. Let, I'll send you pictures of it if you want. You, you need if you need the show to get you one. The show will buy you a, a, a yeah. new table. I'm yeah. looking at trying to up, do further upgrades to like uh, how we do business and yeah, that table might be a little too. That might be too little big for the for the area I have. I have the one the table I use now is like a it's like a one that I can roll around. It's like super small and stuff like that. So you'd yeah. be surprised on how small this one is. This is oh, a okay. smaller than the one I had previously. It's probably about 
40 by 30. It's mm-hmm. not a large, it fit, hits my, fits my, fits my laptop, fits my iPad and my microphone setup. And that's pretty much about it. So it's okay. a perfect size for, uh, for me. I'll send you, I'll send you pictures of it. See if you, if something you're interested in, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll look up the technology. All right. So the one I, okay. So the first one I pulled out, I guess this was the last one I pulled out of the bag. So I put it in last. Yeah. It's a brewery that I don't recall ever, ever having before. Or, uh, they're called Decidious. Is that, is that the word? I, 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 think it's de, I think it's deciduous. Deciduous? Oh, yeah, deciduous. There's no I at the end. Deciduous, yeah. Yeah, so deciduous this is actually a collaboration um, with another brewery that I oh, enjoy. That I think I, think I notice it. I see yeah. the, uh, the, the the symbol that yes. on the right side of the art, yeah. Yeah, on the left side. Oh, oh okay. So, so I'm looking at the right. I thought that was the uh, the white part. Was the, I'm thinking of a different brewery. I think it's, I want to say the Brewery Project or what no. No, okay. no, you're oh, you're thinking maybe pure. Oh, pure, yeah, pure, exactly. That's exactly who I'm thinking about. Oh, but but now now I see it. I just noticed the name <laughs> trees and seas. So now yeah. I, I get it now. Yeah. So deciduous is the trees part of it with the leaf. Right. The seas is one of my other favorite breweries. That vitamin C. Right, right, vitamin C. Yeah. So this is a collab. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get them on the show, but they're like it's like crickets. <laughs> <laughs> like now. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I've met the, you know. Like we the, already got word of mouth. Like, yeah, I've met the brewer. Uh, I met the owner a few times at Pastry Town and Marshall oh, a couple of okay. times. Yeah. They might not have a PR guy, though. See, I think that's like the big difference. You know, sometimes uh, the PR guy is a difference between, you know, getting a hold of somebody and, and not, you know. No, no, I, I've got a hold of him. I think he's just super busy. Oh, okay. So, well. Yeah, no, he's like, yeah, we'll do it. And then we just can't get a date locked in. So maybe okay. it'll happen sometime this year. So this is a haze right Oof. out of the bat, I can tell. Yeah. Man, it smells good, too. Can you see any of the... Uh, it's a double IPA. No. Yeah. Clocking at an 8.2% alcohol by volume. This is called Trees and Seas, and it's a collaboration between Deciduous Brewing and Vitamin C. Right. Yeah. Cheers. Was it? Wow. Hmm. Good. Um. Something in there has like a smokiness to it. What is that? Uh, I don't know if I'm getting a smokiness to it, but I am getting like a dryness to it on the back end, which yeah. maybe I'm reading as a, maybe you're reading it as smoky and I'm reading it as the dry, like a chili pepper, maybe. Is that what you're getting? I kind of get it up front, though. It's not, not for me. It's like almost like a smokiness. I don't know. It's maybe It might be the hop itself or I'm, I'm still getting it all the way through. So it's interesting. I'm coming in off the tail end of that cold, though, so I might be. My palate might be off a little bit. How long uh, have you had that now? Had the cold? Yeah. Um, I had it for about a week and a half, probably, and then the, and then you know just like the little bit of the congestion, but but yeah. also you know throwing it throw in the uh, allergies, and then throw right. in the uh, throw in the um, throw in that I have the CPAP mask on, and it, it so when you wear the CPAP, it forces nose it forces oh, air yeah, yeah. up your nose and yeah, so yeah, yeah. it dries out your nose like really badly so that it's all messed up i'm a mess yeah. oh i got i got a little side and i forgot to forget to uh, mention this before uh i uh i actually had one of those uh those um one of your beers early before the uh, the show oh jeez oh, <laughs> you're, you're you're pre-gaming yeah pre-gaming yeah i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to try it in the glass because it, it's, it's so weird you gave me like a six pack of it and it was yes. like un, it was unlabeled, and everyone I think everyone 
that I drank. I think I had it in the bottle. I don't think I, I poured any. So this you is the first time I actually up. poured it and looked at it. it yeah, it's like, hazy. It's it's more. I, I wouldn't say it's hazy. I would say it's <laughs> caramel. It kind of you know what it looked like to me. Going from my memory of beers, it reminded me of a double bastard. Stones double bastard. Are their um God, what's their their barley wine um the uh the I forgot what their barley wine's called, but it, it had like that dark caramel. Very, uh, very thick. So I was a little like, so, so this got me thinking though, and that's supposed to be like a West Coast, right? Or like a, like yeah. A, but I know, I know, I know what the, I know what you're, I know what it is. I know why it is the way it okay. is. Okay. So, so why, why does that look different from you know that that pale color that we normally get like in a West Coast? Why is it? Is it because of the filtration? Well, because I quad hopped it. And okay. I think that's what what it's making it cloudier and darker oh. and and quote unquote greener because it had all those hops in there. Okay. See, I so was I wondering th- about that. I th- I thought it was the malts that dictated the no. uh, the no. Because uh, think no, about not, it, not the malts, the barley. I thought it was the uh, the actual sure. The that, that sure. Dictates- yeah, the, sure. Definitely the uh, the malts will impact the color. But I think I jammed so much hops in there. Um, so, so I have this thing called the shoot, a hop charger, I think it's what it's called. And it's oh, okay. basically like a container with the mesh and you drop the hops in there for the secondary. And then it has like a plunger thing that you push down to like, you know, to, to get all that flavor out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all so right. I think when you push down on the, on the plunger, it disseminates all that green, you know, that green, uh, yeah, yeah. hop pellet that has dissolved that fits through the mesh and it colors the beer and uh, it makes it cloudy is what I think is what's happening. Yeah. Uh, the, hey, uh, Cause if like look, pouring the glass and then looking at it, if you were to, you know, you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of what we, uh, what we do like for beers is like a visual thing. And, you know, you can kind of, sometimes you could tell what a beer is just visually looking at it. And if, when I look at the beer, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, am I, the first thing in my mind, like I said, it's like a double bastard. It's probably like a, like a strong ale or a barley wine. So, so I thought that was interesting because I would have never like visually, I would not have, Oh, it's, Oh, it's an IPA. It's like, yeah, I would not uh, think it's an IPA. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I think it's the hops. Uh, the other thing I'm, I might try next time, although I don't know what the impact's going to be is using what's called a, a whirl flock tablet. Oh. And, and a whirl flock tablet is like, um, it's like a derivative of moss. And I think, algae and what mm-hmm. it does is it it binds itself it gets all the uh all of the uh the particulate uh, and it binds it together okay. so it, it clumps the, it, the stuff that makes beer cloudy it clumps it together to make your beer clearer because then ultimately oh. that doesn't find its way into the bottle i see okay so i might try the uh world flock tablets the next time around and see if that has any difference on the clarity of the beer the other thing, the other thing I noticed too, drinking it out of the bottle when you initially sent me the six pack, I noticed at the very end, the very last drink, uh, sips of the beer, I was getting like a gosh. When we talk about like a beer being like green, almost having yeah. like 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 that strong astringent hoppiness to it. Yeah, I I don't know if it's because of that extra week on this batch that you gave me, or because I put it into the the glass, but it definitely it's less of a of a of the uh, of a green uh, taste to it. Um, so, I, I think I, I think I could explain that too. So, um, when with this one before I I put it, so you you have the fer- the secondary fermenter, and mm-hmm. you put you mix that with some priming sugar in in the, a bucket, and you call it the, the bottling bucket. 
And when I was uh, when I was transferring the beer from the fermenter to the bottling bucket, I did do one final plunge, which released all of that hot particulate out, which which is heavier. So I think when I put that in the bottling bucket and I mix up the priming sugar with the beer, eventually some of that particulate goes to the bottom. And so I think when you start doing your first, you, when you start doing your, you start bottling the first, you know, 20 or 30, or maybe maybe look at it reverse. Those last 10 to 15 bottles are going to have more of that sludgy part of the beer, which probably mm-hmm. I shouldn't really even be bottling, but you know, I bottled it anyway. <laughs> And so what you might I mean, be yeah, seeing, I mean, I'm not gonna say you're not gonna say no to it. Yeah. Like, you know. So what you might be seeing is the differences in the f- first bottles that came out of that batch oh, and the yeah. last bottles that came out of that batch. Okay. I think. I think. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So even 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 like the one I had one uh, last night, and uh, and it did have a, a level of sediment, quote oh, yeah. unquote sediment, absolutely. That, yeah. That's, that my previous beers hadn't had, and I believe it was because of the the hop, the dry hopping that I went through. Yeah, I think I don't know. That, that was just some obs- That's some physical observations, and and, and one uh, uh, taste wise with the greenness on the uh, on the tail. Uh, let, me, of- let me ask you the most important question: you, Did you feel the ABV? Actually, I did actually because I only oh, had one. But was, success. But then, see then, but then I was starting to wonder. Wait a minute, am I just am I just feeling it? Did I did I see that? You know, I'm like I was feeling it might be like uh what's it called the um the placebo effect. Oh yeah, like, I think uh, I I think I'm drunk. It's like the freaks and geeks when they're drinking the near beer. Oh yeah, it's like that. You know. Well, speaking of which, which is one of our agenda topics, maybe we should try to do a blind taste test with some non-alcoholic beers now. Oh, God. oh, oh, no, oh, no, no, no. gosh, I don't know about that. I mean, a lot of money. Gosh, man, I don't know. My my feelings on this are pretty, uh, pretty harsh. You know, it's like, <laughs> and it's, everybody's doing it though. It's 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 hot. It's a hot. Yeah, you're trend. right. You're right. There's a lot of. Uh, I mean, I I saw. I know. I saw Lagunitas has one. Gosh. A lot of breweries, they're doing it now. I I personally don't get it unless somebody's, I guess, transitioning away from alcohol, maybe, and that you know, but they still want to have that taste of the beer. I personally, I just don't get it. But um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Every everyone's doing it. Um, I don't know. You're right. I don't. We we we've always had uh, non-alcoholic beers. I guess maybe not high quality. True. True. Yeah. I remember Oduls was like a big one back in the day. Yeah, Old Duels and Near were the big ones. Wait, was it what was it called? Was near, it near near beer. Wait a minute. I thought near beer was just an all term all general term for all beers down No. Here. Wasn't that a wasn't that a brand near? I don't yeah. think so. I I'm gonna I wanna say that that's just a term that we would use for a for a non alcoholic beer. I I've never heard of the beer called near. That's that's why I'm just saying that. No, I think that was a, I think that was a brand. Like if you had because in fact, because I remember I think in Freaks I think in Freaks and Geeks they mentioned like the near beer. So and and they're not located. Well, maybe it's maybe it's unless it's beyond California. But uh, I don't know. I th- I thought there was a brand called Near Beer, but maybe not. I, I just thought it was a term for general, like a like a non alcoholic beer, like Old oh. Duels and whatnot. So then, what were the big uh, Old Duels was Duels. No, definitely number one was Old Duels. They look. Everyone has one. Brooklyn Brooklyn has one. The Vehrstoffener has one. Heineken they has do? one. Hmm. They're all producing. Um, Wait, Vestoffner yeah. is after all these years. They're, they're yeah. The I'm looking at it right now. There's how dare, uh, how dare there's, they? There's how dare Brooklyn, they? How dare they besmirch the Germans? Vestoffner, Heineken, 
those are three that I see right now. So every, everybody's doing it. I'm not quite well, sure. Another reason why we're talking about this is because one of, you know, one of our big breweries are, you know, you know, well-known breweries and, and gosh, my band, you know, a brewery that specializes in hazes and really good, you know, really good beers, top of the line. Uh, Green Cheek is now doing a non-alcoholic beer or what was that? Point zero three or something like that percent or, you know, yeah, but they're all doing them now. That's the thing. Everybody, everybody's doing it. I don't get that. I, I mean, maybe if you bring some, maybe somebody's driving you, I guess, when you're coming into the place. But these are canned, too. So it's like, wait a minute. It's like, wait a second. Yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not going to go line up for, uh, you know, for uh, a release. Not, for like, yeah, yeah, release. Like, not like a pastry, like a pastry stout. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it could be pastry. alcoholic. <laughs> it's probably going to be laggers. I can imagine laggers. <laughs> If you think about uh, like a macro, a macro in itself doesn't really taste all that alcoholic to begin with. So I can yeah. see like a light or like a macro lag or being that. Or you mentioned Heineken. I can see Heineken doing that. Nobody would know the difference. So yeah, I, I don't see. Uh, I don't see the point to it. But uh, clearly, they've done pa- some marketing. Yeah, I go to a party. Maybe I need to have something in my hand when I'm talking to the buddies. But then they're gonna just sit there goofing on me. <laughs> you know, peer pressure. You know, what peer pressure is. You know, friends. They're going to be like, oh, what are you doing? Like, oh, like, oh, look at you. Well, that's the, there's, there's actually another trend going on. I'm not sure if you're kind of familiar with it, but they're doing the hop water. Have you seen uh, that? No, that I haven't seen. It's like seen. water infused with hops. Okay. <laughs> I would kind of assume that hops by itself would be kind of nasty, but then again, people smoke pot. So I, I find that to be like a, you know, a smelling thing that's, that's nasty. I don't know. We should do. We got to do. We, we got to do a taste test with some of these uh, non-alcoholic beers. <laughs> like no, oh, non-alcoholic the, the beers. Yeah. Oh, so as long as as long as I can counter that with like a bunch of alcoholic <laughs> beers with a lot of alcohol. We'll do a taste test, a blind taste test. See, we could tell. Like we'll we'll put three beers. Are you going to be like have like one regular, like the regular version, and then the non-alcoholic? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll okay. look at the. We'll find the style. Like I think the 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 one that uh, like a pilsner. I think it was. So we, if we did like a, a pilsner, a non-alcoholic pilsner with two alcohol pilsners and line them up, would we be able to tell a difference? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, yeah, can, let's can do that. You tell the yeah. uh, well, but like I said, I think in that case, but like the lower like ABV beers, like a lager, a pilsner, uh, you know, something like that, a macro, you're not going to be able to tell them because I don't think you, I mean there's no alcohol burn on in there. It's just you know really I don't think you're going to be able yeah. to tell. Okay, we'll find out. I thought well, well I'll make that happen. Okay. Can do I it, but like I said, I, I, I think, gosh, man, and I think I remember having old duels. I think, you know, one of our, you know, our one of our uncles back in the day had old, he when he stopped drinking, he he was drinking. I think it's like a transitionary thing. He started drinking okay. old duels, so so, and then I remember having yeah. one and thinking, goes, you know what? It's it does taste like a like a beer because it because it's so close, and I can't, you know, you can't tell. Is that the equivalent of like a, a nicotine patch or the or the nicotine gum? Like it's transitioned away from smoking. Uh, this is like I don't the think transition so. away has, from doesn't, doesn't the gum actually have nicotine in it? A little bit, a little bit. Oh, it has a little. Oh, I guess yeah. you, maybe you're right. Yeah. Uh, let's see what. Uh, so we did the B, B did the Great Notion interview. Uh, non alcoholic non alcoholic beer. Oh, Dawn of a Dark Day. We finally got. Oh yeah. For that. Oh, yeah. Which which gonna, which. Which I was thinking, it really seems like you went went there recently. It's, it, it's no you know, March of last year. It's been been uh, eleven, been ten months wow. since there. Time marches we, on. Yeah, I got to figure out if I'm going to go head on down there again. I'm pretty sure I'm oh, going to. You got to go. You got to go. 
You got to give me another glass, of... like like that last one. I that glass I broke. Oh, I need oh. like a. <laughs> Um, yeah, the last, uh, but there's a lot of stuff going on, like February, March, April is a lot of it's big it's festivals are in full swing. So, yeah, but you have to Tage Ray Theory, too. So, they were the first interview that we did for the show. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and, and there's still, there's still a small batch brewery. It, you know, it, it's crazy. It's, it's a trip that they're, you look at their cans and they tell you how many cans they make of the of their releases. Mm-hmm. It, it really is mind-boggling to see how low the number is, like fifteen hundred cans. You know, it's like yeah. and it's like, wait a minute, that's like fifteen hundred cans. That's 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 amazing. Yeah. Uh speaking of which, we should be getting a drop probably this week. Ooh, yeah. So we can do an adroit theory tap takeover for nice. uh, next Saturday. Nice. Man, I see the artwork on those on some of the that's you know, it's uh yeah, you get you get adroit theory, you gotta listen guys start listening to either you know, metal or some agro tech, you know, some uh, you know. Definitely, uh, definitely aggressive artwork on their stuff. Yeah. So if I if I go take a trip down to uh, to Virginia, I'll have to load up the suitcases. What's that? Uh, Pol- what, what is it? Pol- per- Percival, uh, Virginia? <laughs> which which is which which definitely you know that you know there was a battle there. You know at some point. Oh yeah, it's right next to Leesburg, so it's exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah. and you Harper's Ferry. Exactly. I at the map. Harper's Ferry is about an hour out. I mean, it's all pretty, all pretty proximal to a oh, lot yeah. of those battle sites. All that area is like it's saturated in blood from like the blood of of Americans from back in the day. Yeah, for sure, definitely historic. And when you when you when you drive through there, you have that sense like, oh my gosh, this is where this is basically the fate of the country was decided. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what is it? Two hundred years ago. What was that one forest with all the skeletons and stuff in there? That's 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 a place that would be really. I mean, it's probably it's got to be like a camping thing now, you know, unless it's like a like a a, mon, a site that's you know that's put aside. But I can remember that one part in the Civil War thing where it was like a whole forest of like skeletons and bones and stuff like Jeez. that. That's got to be like a haunted thing if you go down there. Is that where they all burned and but like they couldn't get? I think in there? so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. So they, it all they all it all went up on flames and the injured who were stuck there basically exactly burned, burned it was like it was all like briar like patchy they couldn't Eesh. get through it so he just basically just died in there and it was like yeah. Uh, so there's Dawn of a Dark Day in March. Uh, any other beer news? Uh, beer saw, news oh. not so much. The only thing I saw and gosh, I'm 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 sure we talked about this. But I don't know why it kind of, I, I guess because uh, Beer Advocate sent out an email and it was like, uh, they, they have the ext- their Extreme Beer Fest uh, Stout Box. Which, oh, yeah. 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 So and they were, I don't know, they had mentioned one of the beers in there was like, a, it's like, oh, it's a one of a kind beer. So you want to get it? You know, I don't know. I was like, oh, oh. So when I so when I saw the email, I was like, oh, wait, it's like a new box set. But I assume it's like an older one that they haven't uh, probably haven't sold out on. And who's uh, the brewery? I can't remember. It's like oh. it was, yeah, I can't remember. But they like they were pushing it as being like this is the only way. You're gonna uh. do this. So, but the, I, but then you know, I saw some of the other stuff, and it's like we've had we've had uh, um, you know, I'm gonna say most of them, but we probably had about fifty percent of the beers. So I, I think I saw Grimdark in there. Or what, they had one of the Adroid Theory beers in there. Oh, oh really? Nice. Oh, oh yeah, that's no, right. No, I take that back. It was Eat the Rich. Yeah, Eat the Rich was yeah. in, the, in the box set, which we've had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Although, one thing about Adrian Theory is every time they rebrew, I assume they change the recipes. You know, probably slightly uh, on their on their, uh, you know, because it's yeah, because they do like a weird thing. Because every every beer becomes a different numbered ghost. It's not. Oh, yeah. It's not the same beer anymore. Uh, the other news I think, and I sent you the link was Mumford closed. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
There's uh, actually two of them that closed down. Mumford and and one uh, Kings Harbor, I think, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I which I don't think I, I don't think I recall ever having. Uh, at least I don't remember. But the Mumford, I remember when Mumford first came out, it was they were like hot stuff and. Yeah, they're just down. The, they were just down the street too. That's a, like they're downtown yeah. LA ish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely downtown LA. But then, then they just kind of like just. Well, I'll tell you why too. One of the reasons why their four packs were really expensive. Really, like, like a basic yeah, basic IPA was like twenty five. That that way, I remember it being there was a reason why we didn't get that. You know, you know when you know when I get like a four pack at at some like a at one of the craft beer stores. You, I would you'd pass them up unless it was a single because it was so expensive. Huh. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, and that's for me. That was one of the reasons the 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 uh, reasons why I used to pass them up. The the they had good beers, solid beers. Unfortunately, they were a tad too expensive. And we we really gotta have a discussion at some point. Are are we seeing the end of craft beer in a way? I don't think so. I don't think so. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you, the, you know that you know there's a reason why. If you know, I'll never understand why. You know, if if I have a craft beer, you know, if I'm gonna start up, why would I start it up in LA, you know, or you know, Southern California, which is, you know, you got you got all these taxes to pay, especially in downtown LA. You know, the rent there's got to be, yeah. out, you know, off the you know, out of. Why would you do that? Other than other than traction, people coming through, there's a lot of people, but I don't know if it's worth it. I mean, especially in downtown LA, you know, exactly. You know, I remember the last time I went down there, it's not exactly the most friendly place to go to, so. It's like I don't know if I open there. I think I go somewhere. I think I go out of state and open up a craft brewery. You know, I think I'm going. I'm going out of California. I'm sorry, but I'm out of here. Yeah, because so the rent was had to be expensive. Had to be. And it, has to be. it it had. I mean, I've had been there a few times, and it's okay. around like homeless camps. That's that's what um, I'm saying. Yeah, remember remember we did ex, uh, the Extreme Beer Fest. I mean, that yeah. was the first time that I had been in downtown LA in a long. Oh yeah. Other than one of the beer things we did at nighttime, but, but normally I, you know, I used to go, I used to go down there a lot back in the day, but going there and seeing that in the daylight and just seeing how that, you know, the area is now is like, wait a minute. Like, you know, I, yeah, like, I don't know if I want to come and grab a beer here. It's just like, yeah. you know, yeah, you don't want to have to deal with safety issues and ultimately, exactly, exactly. Um, I just and, want a and, beer. I don't want to be like, I don't want to get harmed. I just want a beer. Yeah, and even Highland Park isn't in that the Chinatown location isn't in the these I would say the safest area oh, no. either. Well, well, gosh, you know, speaking of that, I, I was watching a video of like the ten like ten most dangerous places I think in the in LA County, and Chinatown. oddly enough, oddly enough, you you would think like oh it's got to be like Compton and Watts would be like the top. They're not though. They're no longer considered like like the most dangerous. Number one and two were Chinatown and Little Tokyo were number one and two. Wow. And, and and I think I know why it's because of because of people know now that a lot of tourists go there. Oh, I like, see. Uh, and it winds up becoming more of like you know like hey let's go down there and rip somebody off you know yeah predatory exactly it's very predatory it's where, it's where all the tourists come to you know like I, like I said like I watch a lot of like streamers like a lot of uh, South Korean streamers and when it, you know they come down here that's one of the first places they go to is Little Tokyo and I'm like and and people know this you know like people veer down there like. From from here, it's like, hey, if I want to make an easy mark, you know, I'm gonna go rip somebody off at Little Tokyo or Chinatown. Yeah. Oh, well, the other thing was um also was the brewery Tarot is now officially closed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did I sent you that email? You did. And I, and I was trying to I was trying to wrap my head around it. Like, what do they mean? Like, is it closed because like they want to turn it into like another venue? Like uh No. Which I, and it, 
initially they closed it, I'm assuming, due to lack of business. And they said it was going to be like a dedicated rental space. So if you're having a private event, you can rent it. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're going to rent it out. It's just going to be like, uh, and they'll probably, you know, they'll have, I assume they can have events for themselves there too. So, but then that didn't work out. So that's, I I think that ultimately they sold that property now because that that property is going to be vacated and so I, 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 I imagine we, you're going to say the same thing, same thing I'm going to say. They're moving their sour production oh, yeah. back to the main yeah. location. And I was like, huh? Like, <laughs> like the reason why we got to this point of Brewery Tarot was because of the problems they had in the past with the sour, right. with the sours. I, what I think they did though, is they, I think they finally bought up that whole strip area. Yeah. I was, I was thinking that too, like they own now, they now own that whole little area there. So yeah. they can, they can. Yeah, we're gonna put the so separate. You know, yeah. <laughs> but but though, if I'm a brewer, like, and I have like the like the you know my hazmat suit on, like, and I go walk over to like the you know get the yeast from the sour and come back into like the place, like, is it, are they gonna have like a decant decontamination thing like in that process? Like, it's gonna be like Silkwood, like the red light's gonna start <laughs> exactly, alarming. exactly. Like, That's exactly that hazmat's gonna go off like, like like unknown yeast detected. Or like that, uh, that Sunday in Philadelphia, you're gonna get a rip in the, they're gonna get a rip in the rip suit. Rip in the thing. <laughs> That's that was, that was hilarious. Oh man. <laughs> so so I, they think they can do all the production on the one site. Um, yeah. We'll we'll see how that works out for them. Uh, but so so I think what they're gonna do is so they have the the, the they used to have that allocation area where you picked up your beer right oh, yeah. as you entered that parking lot. Yeah, yeah. They moved that to right next to the tasting room. So I'm assuming that old allocation spot will probably be the sour. Will be like uh, a, a, a row okay. site. I'm assuming. Okay. Yeah. And they're not. There's no way they're gonna have the 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 sour and the yeah other close yeah because yeah and 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 Lester and Lester you know hoping that you forgot about that and like he like yeah like that never happened like <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe through enough turnover through management and ownership they forgot about that I mean oh, think about it. that was man. ten years ago probably that's true that is true so is, there, there, is there enough people there who remember like oh yeah like we, I still remember that. the infected like the infected white chocolates and you know. Yeah, so uh, let's see uh, what happens with them. Don't forget, we're hoarders this year, so we'll be getting a lot of those beers uh, in the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so what was it? What's the name of the uh, the one beer store that's in the corner of that same area? Is that Mike's Mike's Beer Store? Oh yeah, yeah. they have the high all the high level craft stuff there. Yeah, 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 yeah. He so he's still there, right? So he's still got his. Uh... Yeah, he was smart. He said, like, hey, I have all these people coming here. Let's just yeah. start uh, putting up some craft beer stuff. I got a, I got a niche crowd. Is that what the term niche? Yeah. I got a niche yeah. crowd. Let me just start getting some uh, craft beer, and, and I'll, I'll be nice to the people, and they'll give you know, and then they'll, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm always super nice when I go in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. That's our beer talk. Uh, Golden Globes, I think, are on Tuesday. Or next Tuesday? I mean, they're coming up super oh, soon. I think no. I think they're on Tuesday. Yeah. Does that mean we got to cram all these movies no, in there? No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. Because we're really gearing up for the Oscars. We're oh, using yeah, kind yeah. of the Golden Globe as a springboard. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Um, but I believe this is going to be next week. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. So yeah, I have no idea. I don't. I don't follow any of the uh, the awards. So yeah, January 10th. So it's in a couple of days. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. So, but we'll, we'll, I'll follow it just because I know it's going to kind of um, foreshadow some of the Oscar stuff that are going to be announced, I think, later on this month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, I feel like that, you know, and I'm hoping it's only five movies again, but it's probably going to be like a whole bunch. 
like last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why we got the head start. We've already got through like maybe three or four. Of well, them. I'm gonna laugh though. It's like, oh yeah, we watch all these movies, and they're like, oh, none of those are like the uh, like for the up for best movie. Uh, let's see. The Last awesome. of Us is de- is debuting in a couple of weeks. Are we are we gonna watch? Are we gonna review the first episode? That? I haven't even played the video game. Like, <laughs> like a, I think like I watched the movie. first like I think I watched the first twenty minutes of that. Like, so you know, you know, people playing it, and that's it. And then it was like, and it seemed kind of interesting because you know the, the character dies. I was like, yeah. But other than that, though, it's like, eh, I never, I never played it, so I don't know. Yeah, I played it. Didn't care for it. Did get through it, and then it won Game of the Year. I'm like, what? Like what? <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like the game. The, I feel like the Game of the Year is like one of those weird things that's they already know who's gonna win it. You know, it's, it's like the God of War. Like every year, like oh, Game of the Year, God of War, God of War game. It's like the Spielberg. Is it like the Spielberg of video yeah, games? Yeah, like, basically, yeah. Uh, so no, so no interest in uh, Last of Us. I don't have any interest in, unless we have to we have to watch first episode. Just it's like a mandatory thing. Well, know? it is Mando. Don't forget is the uh, yeah. Is I, don't the, know if uh, I, I mean, I don't know if I like the guy. You know, the movie has to have something in there that you know. For example, when we saw the uh, the the Nick Cage one, it has Nick Cage. Yeah. So, that, so therefore, okay, now I have to watch it now. And we saw it for Nick Cage, not for not for yeah, Mando. Yeah, exactly, Mando. exactly, exactly. <laughs> I still can't get over Mando in that uh, Wonder Woman movie, so that that definitely left a bad yeah, taste. Yeah, he was in my mouth. well. That was an awful movie all around. So <laughs> that movie was all. Did they ruin like the uh, the direct the directors? Uh, didn't she like? Yeah. Did they? Now she like they scrapped the uh, the new Wonder Woman movie because of that. Yeah, movie? yeah. I think the DCU's all in flux. Did, did you see the Black Adam yet or not? No, I still got to watch. That's 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 the one I still have to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know how you're gonna find time since we're gonna start cranking out all oh, these movies. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. I should have watched that, but I, but I, but I finally, I saw the. Uh, I was watching another movie, that horror movie with uh, with with the uh, John Brown, the um, gosh, what's it called? The uh, the Black Phone. Oh, was that any good or not? Yeah, you know what? Gosh, the movie itself. I mean, I would have done it different. You know, we always talk about it's like you know, like it's the concept is interesting. And I do, and I you hope it has a twist ending to it, but it and it really doesn't. And you know, I'll tell you one thing: it really does well, though. Is it does the I think seventy eight. It does that. It does that well. Ah, it's a time. It's a time. It's piece. a time. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely so. It has like the seventy eight. It's got yeah. like and gosh, and it's kind of weird because I I feel like that that uh, cer- certain scenes that were ripped off from other things. I'm like, wait oh, a minute. Yeah, in, in, fact, sure. in fact, in fact, gosh, there's like a there's like a character in there. There's like a you know, it's, I think it. I just want to say it's like a high school kids, or maybe like ninth grade or tenth grade. One of the kids is like a young Chicano kid, and, I, and this takes place in uh, Denver, Colorado, or Colorado. And one of the kids is like a Chicano kid, and he he gets he gets in the fight with the with the with the larger white bully. And I was like, man, this thing is literally something that I saw that Tony and I saw like as kids, like you know, like we were in a, we're coming out of school, and one of the bullies at the high school, you know, big, you know, relatively big white guy, he was a bully. And as we were walking away, he he decides to pick on this this smaller Hispanic kid, and then the small kid just like beats the crap out of him. You know, he, he was on the wrestling team, so I'd be noticed, I guess, that the bully that he knew how to you know nice. he knew how to fight and wrestle, and he just beat the crap out of him. It's like, wait a minute, this thing. At, so I'm watching the movie, going, yeah, this is actually kind of accurate. The small Hispanic kid beating up this you know this big white guy is accurate. I've I've seen that before. So, so I thought that was funny. I was like, wait a minute, is, is it writer of this movie from like Chino? Did he see that? Nah, I'm sure that. I'm like, did he did he see this? Like, uh, so yeah, no, uh, but it, you know, and it's got your favorite. It's got uh, John Brown in there. So yeah, Ethan Hawke. Hey, Ethan Hawke's in there. Yeah, yeah, okay, there you go. And uh, and, then, and speaking speaking of something that you had mentioned, you sent me a little article, like um, 
every once in a while you see like young actors or actresses that stand oh, yeah. out. Yeah. And and we're talking about the um uh the uh the Matilda one, the the girl with the with the beret. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she stood out. So this one, this one has like a female actress and a young one that I that she's to me, she stood out in the movie. Not so much like the main guy, he'll probably become famous, but the actress in there, I thought she was really good. So yeah, the Matilda one was funny because we had I had mentioned that and you should call that. That's what I was like, wait yeah. a second. She's like she's like a hot neat uh trending TikTok, Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, she's you know, it's I mean, I, I, I wanna say like when you're young, you know, young actress, young actor, you wanna make a mark. You wanna yeah. stand out in your role. And obviously she stood out. So it's like, oh yeah, I noticed her. So yeah. Yeah, in a very minor, you know, very, very minor, minor role. role. Even though the book role, I assume she's that she's a name character, even though she doesn't look like the character in the books. I think the character in the book has like zits or something like that. And they kind of like describe with dark hair. And she's like a short blonde haired, uh, short blonde hair with the beret. So, but you know, she's that character because she's telling her about the the trunch bowl and stuff like yeah. that. And, but yeah, she definitely stands out. Speed of the trunch bowl, after watching, and then we're, we're going to get into it in a little bit, but after watching the menu, I really think Rafe Fines would have been a great trunch bowl. Um, which is gosh, man, which is which is funny. Got no, okay. So you, let's did you make that connection? Point. Did you make that connection that he was supposed to play trunch bowl? Not well. Uh, I, mean, I, could see, I could see him being able to do it. I could see him doing it because you know because because he has that thing. But the funny thing about this is when I saw who one of the producers of the movie was. Oh yeah, I, knew you were I was like, wait that. a minute, like, why isn't it. he like the uh, like the main guy? That would have <laughs> been funny. Like that would have oh, been like. Oh 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 oh! You know I, what I'm talking not, about, right? No, I don't know what you're talking about now. Oh oh, one of the producers of the movie is Will Ferrell. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, wait a minute, like can you, I can imagine Will Ferrell doing this role and doing and being like his over the top, like you know that the character from uh, Eastbound and Down. I mean, that would have been funny. Ashley Schaefer. Ashley Schaefer, like just doing that, like, you know, like calm version of Ashley. <laughs> that, that that scene just popped up in my, it always pops up my feed. Like, uh, like I was thrusting. <laughs> like, I know. Like, like the boy walked in, like, like go away. Like, no, go let away. him watch. No, 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 no. He has to watch. He has to learn. <laughs> like I learned, like my, my father learned from his father. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, that is so. Uh, they can't. They like they can't stop laughing. Like, what's his face? Can't can't <laughs> like stop my laughing. Down in my plums. <laughs> uh, no, what I thought you were gonna say is one of the other producers is that Adam McKay guy who oh, produced. What you were saying last, who directed what you said last year was the worst uh, Oscar nom that Don't Look Up movie. Oh my gosh! Is he? Is he? Oh, he's, he's producer. Oh, yeah, he's affiliated uh, with this menu movie. No, so that's no, what no, I thought no, you were no, talking yeah, about. No, no. No, I just the only one I recognized was Will Ferrell, and I was like, that would be funny to have Will Ferrell play the uh, the chef, you know? No, the, because then it'd be an explicit comedy, and this is like a dark comedy. I, I don't. That doesn't say. I mean, I, well, I mean, that's assuming that Will Ferrell. I, I believe Will Ferrell can do a serious role. Like, why not? Like, if has he point, has, has he, he needs to be he needs to do that Jim Carrey transition and do like that, or Adam exactly. Sandler transition to do that one serious role. Exactly, and they've all done it before. Yep. All the actors they want to do that, you know, punch like you said, the Adam Sandler, the punch drunk. Uh, the uh, the Bill Murray, the you know his uh, what was his the one with the Scarlett Johansson, I yeah, think. Lost in Translation, Lost in Translation, yeah, all those comedians want to do that one serious or semi serious movie, and this yeah. is kind of like a you know <laughs> a transition, it'd be a transition for him exactly. Well, like hey, you don't have to be completely funny, but you got to be kind of serious. Well, heck, uh, Ray Fiennes they get nominated for this, so Will Ferrell, really? yeah, for a Golden Globe for Best Actor in a Comedy or Musical. Oh, so they do consider it a comedy. Uh, it is a black, albeit yeah, a, a black, dark comedy. black comedy. It, yeah. yeah, it's a dark comedy for sure. Although, although I would say black comedy slash horror. It's not, ex you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, and then the other thing we have for current events is a uh, Renfield. Um, oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Speaking of six degrees of separation, because it has the one actor from uh, the main. Oh yeah, it's like <laughs> wait a minute. I don't know if I like that guy. See, I don't see. I mean, if I if I want to cast, like I, I'll tell you one thing. He's he's perfectly cast in the menu because he he kind of gives off that vibe. Of, oh like, yeah. So Great he's character. Yes, I can never see him as being a good guy. Like so, it's, so that's kind of weird. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, but you're right. It's I'm like, oh, it's that guy from the menu. Oh. Well, don't forget, he's uh, isn't he Beast in the uh, the, the X Men? Oh, is the he X Men series? Yeah, I believe. I, he's I, don't, be- I probably haven't even watched that. Oh, okay, all right. Is he Beast? Um, so how would yeah, you even recognize so. him though? Because he he's not in the Beast form the whole the whole time. He's what? like, uh, yeah. Does Beast transform? Yeah, he's a human, and he and then he transforms. Oh, okay. See, I I, I was imagine Beast being in in his full form, like that blue or, uh, or that maybe this grammar is, form. Yeah, maybe this is because this was, I think, at first class. So maybe he's transitioning oh, to okay. transitioning to beasts, okay. perhaps. Okay. Um. So, what did you think of this Renfield? <laughs> the Renfield. It's it's trailer? well, it's funny. I mean, it, obviously, it's like you know, it's it's funny and it's like a a ve- funny vehicle for Nick Cage, and uh, I I'm like I'm watching this and I'm going, I hope Nick, I hope Nick Cage kills kills him, <laughs> like kills Renfield <laughs> in the movie. Did you watch I can't the, stand the did you watch the Red Band uh, trailer or the yeah, regular yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching. I was watching a couple. I wanted to see what it was about, what was going on, and you know, and it's like it's basically the the guy from the menu is like kind of like he's like an anti hero type character when he's outside of the uh, performing his duties for uh, for for Dracula, and he kind of like he's like, he's like seeking like what is what do you call it therapy? Like, yeah, he has like a an anonymous group like yeah, the anonymous the, yeah, the group, group you go and you talk to you, all your problems to and it, like my, but, but but my master he's doing all these analogies like my master and stuff and they're like oh yes like oh like and he realizes it's Dracula comes out and he, you know, so. yeah I don't that's a rental maybe. oh yeah yeah I mean absolutely I mean yeah, I mean, yeah I mean, we we haven't done a Nick Cage movie in a while. <laughs> True, true. Yeah, I always expect him to have his moment where he starts screaming, you know, doing it. Oh uh, yeah, his scene that we can uh, that we can we can uh, mention and recite. The, yeah, uh, so the whole bit. the whole the whole premise of this is he's he's looking he's he's participating in an, an I'm assuming anonymous therapy group and yeah, telling about all the trauma he goes through supporting uh, uh, Dracula, right. and then we see him in that one moment in the bar where all those guys are I guess trying to rob the bar. Yeah, yeah, and then he he activates his uh, superpower by eating the yeah, bugs. Yeah, yeah, it's, that, yeah. That's, that in that that's in the book, right? That's in the book. That's in the book, right? Where eating Renfield he's always eating the spiders. Yeah, but it's but that doesn't. It's not anything about like powers or anything. No, like that. no, think, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, uh, Renfield's basically insane. So it's like, you know, I haven't read Dracula in probably twenty years. So true, great book. Yeah, one of my might favorites be one of those. Yeah, maybe one of those ones to revisit. When's the last time you read that book? Oh, uh, we got to watch. We're gonna have to read it and then watch like the uh, Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Dracula, <laughs> like featuring like Keanu Reeves. That's not the Christopher Lee, like the Count Dooku version. Oh, uh, we get well, you know, because well, I mean, I you know, are the uh, Balagosi, which which I've I've never you know even even though it's considered a cult classic, the Balagosi version that that version always always annoyed me because it was it was filmed like in the like the thirties or twenties, so they have like the cars. And it's like, wait a minute! Uh, Dracula takes place in the uh, late 1800s. Why is this? Why do you have cars in here? Like, you know. Uh, ready for another beer? Yeah, I am. What do you got? Actually, I'm about to take a break here. Uh, actually, okay. Let me. I think that pre game. that pre game got me. Uh... <laughs> Let's get some more uh, Alva's going, and then we'll take a quick break. All right. 
here. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, yeah, yeah, let me reach things? down. Oh, all right. Yeah, I should have left the music on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Gary? Uh, Too late, Luther. Looks like there's a lot of, mostly, no, not mostly Iapas, but I got the Aslan one out. Okay, here we go. Aslin, not Aslan. Here we go. This is uh, a triple, it's called Triple Orange Starfish. It's a triple uh, India Pale Ale. Oh, jeez. It's like more than triples. Maybe like a quadruple. It's a 12 per, 12%. Is that what that says? Yeah, 12%. 12% alcohol by volume. Have we had a 12% uh, besides uh, besides 120-minute IPA? Yeah, we've had. Yeah, we've had. Really? We've had quite, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've had quite a few. Uh, heavy, nah. Uh, heavy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are they? I, I challenge you to name those. Come on, but I have to go on tap and look them up. <laughs> Is this chocolate starfish? Is that the what was this called? No, it's called uh, triple orange starfish. You know, you know what I was thinking of, right? Oh no, chocolate starfish. What's chocolate starfish? I believe it was an album by Limp Biscuit, and I think it was oh. referencing the uh, body, a body, a certain body area. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh got, it, got, it, got it. Got it. Got it. Man, this is pretty clear. You see, this is see this goes to that whole thing about like how it's in relatively clear for being a twelve percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, are there any adjuncts in this? Um, that I don't know. All right, here we go. Cheers. Was it? There's got to be there's got to be adjunct in this. Is it too much orange? Yeah. Is, it, is that the hop or is it also malty? The sweetness in there. I can't see a thing in this. Yeah, uh, I don't see it. Is it. It doesn't mention it. If it does, it doesn't. It does it. taste like it has an adjunct in it, though, right? Is that, is that yeah. just a hop? That's just a, the tropical hops? Man, these guys are awesome in Virginia. I didn't, is, I didn't yeah. realize Aslan was in Virginia. I didn't either. I just saw that. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you can read that. Well, I have it close. Remember, I'm uh, I'm nearsighted. Yeah, I am too. I can't read. I can't see that stuff anymore. As long as, and and the uh, the sun's finally like like showing like popping through the mic the back. So, yeah, it got. Uh, it, I guess the rain's gone now, or what? what uh, I don't uh, think so. I think it's, I think we're having a, a momentary lapse of uh, reason. Let's see. I don't see any adjuncts on this. Uh... It definitely definitely something about it has a taste. Probably the hops are probably giving it the uh, the, the flavor. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Uh, Elvis or the menu? Um, let's go with the menu. <laughs> I got a feeling I'm going to talk about, Al- you know, Al- you know, it's Elvis. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. All right. The menu. You probably have more notes than I this. Even though I did watch it twice all the way through, uh, my note taking was a little, little slim on this. I mean, um, what do you, so what are your initial impressions uh, on this when you saw it? The, uh, the menu? Ah, oh, gosh. Really? It's like a movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, it started off with the, you know, it's one of those movies that has like a great, like to me, it's like, oh, it's a great concept. Oh, it's like, you know, it's like it's, people are invited to the island. You know, it's going to be weird. And then it just kind of dissolves. And then really? Becomes, yeah. And then I just start to like, oh, yeah. So you didn't enjoy this movie at all? I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it, but it just doesn't have, it just didn't have the resolution and it just winds up being kind of silly in the end to me. I mean, ultimately it is a silly, it winds up being silly. You know, it's almost like Will Ferrell, like, you know, he's like, like, did he write a little bit of it? Some of these, some of these lines are like actually written by him. 
It it is definitely. I thought like the, back in the, the somewhere hidden. There's like a hidden financing from McDonald's or something like that. I definitely <laughs> McDonald's. think. I, I but see, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it enough that I wow, saw it see, twice. Okay. See, I'm, I'm I'm a little shocked, but okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think I went more cerebral on the interpretation of this. Well, there's a it, obviously it's like a commentary on society, yeah. various factors like that. And to me, it's like oh, like it's like a groan, like. Oh, can I just watch a horror movie without having, you know, <laughs> stop? Uh, well, I mean, on the flip side, look at X, which turns into like an explicit horror movie, and it was true. horrible. True, true, true. I I just want a, a nice twist at the end. Don't I don't need like your social comment. I mean, social comment. Okay, yeah, okay, a little bit, but don't don't like slap don't me in slap the face. Me, yeah. And then the, then the resolution just winds up being worse than the than the commentary. It's like you know. No, I, I enjoyed this uh, uh, clearly a lot more. This might, and I was after I saw it the second time last night. I'm like, this might enter my top twenty films of all time. Really? I think all time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I really. Wow. Well, but, but you also got to understand, I love cooking, and so I love, and I love eating, hmm. and so I was able to understand. I, to me, I was able to appreciate like the the slap on the pretentiousness of like. The food snobbery, <laughs> which which obviously they 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 poke many uh, jet take yeah. many jabs at, yeah, yeah, and then ultimately you know the the and that's why I say the joke is like McDonald's wants to finance this because you know it's like with all this pretentiousness, like well, the cheeseburger you, rules well, the day. They had a great opportunity with like well, like one of the reveals like where Anna, Anna Taylor Joy when she sees like the picture of him, they had a great opportunity to put him in like a like a you know like a McD's like hat in that one scene with the with the burger flipper like yeah. that would have been perfect like. Uh, so okay, let's go through. So I I, I clearly um, I'm going to uh, review this more positively than you are. I mean, um, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be. I mean, I I give you my opinions, but I'm going to review it. This, you know, you know, I'm not going to necessarily be like, oh yeah. Um, to, before like before we begin, the movie for some reason this movie had a budget of thirty million. I assume it's because of the where it's filmed at and stuff like that. And the know? actor and the actors, I'm sure. Anna Taylor and gosh, well Ray Ray Fiennes. I mean, oh yeah, Ray Fiennes, Academy yeah. Award winning Ray Fiennes. Gosh, but they have uh, this actors in here like that I haven't seen like in like a like um like an eon like like yeah. light. I haven't seen her since what? Who's and, the boss? Like, and uh, John Leguizamo's John in Leguizamo it. who's in everything for like he probably just like scale at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, let's see. So oh, we start out. Sorry, thirty million. Uh, you're budget, quite interrupted me. Made, seven, <laughs> made seventy-one million. So it, so it was oh, a, nice. a, a, a sort of semi-success. Yeah, and it, and it got nominated for Golden Globes, and more than likely will probably get nominated for some Oscars. I think. Okay. And uh, and probably some BAFTA. I think the BAFTAs are, are out now. Uh, the British the British uh, version of the Oscars. Oh, that doesn't count. The three movies I'm hearing right now are. Um, are uh the menu um, oh. that all quiet on the western front i think Ooh. and then the the one that you're gonna have to watch probably for this week that that banshees movie which i knew, I've seen I knew. <laughs> just because just because it's a it's a it's a irish movie therefore it's like now it's like the t- oh no i mean i mean don't get me wrong i mean the movie could be an amazing movie but it's just like initial looking at the trailer yeah. It's you know oh, you know I, I, hey, how do you know what do I know? It might be like the greatest movie I've ever seen, so I don't know. I've seen it. Um, it did get nominated for the, in the category, I believe, of best uh, uh, comedy or musical. I think for Golden Globes. Wow. So it's so it's kind of so it's another dark. Is it dark comedy or comedy? Yeah, comedy? yeah, no dark. It's a definitely a dark. It's gotta comedy. be dark because that whole thing yeah. where like I'm gonna cut my fingers off until <laughs> like it's gotta be dark. There's no way that's yeah. just. Very- 
I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I, just okay. his initial right. thoughts are I enjoyed it. Is it a long movie? Is this over another another over two? Uh, gosh, no. Although these, I gotta tell you, these movies seem to get longer and longer for no yeah. reason. Yeah, yeah. It just doesn't make me wonder. Like, you know, has society have have we become so used to like binge watching like series like on Amazon or Netflix that now when we make a movie, it's like, oh, it can be it could be 20 hours long and nobody cares. Like as opposed to back in the day where you needed it to be quick, get in, get out, we need more showings, you know, it's, let's let's get it. Now it's just like the every, it seems like almost every movie's over two hours now. Yeah, it's a, and and unnecessarily because we've oh, yeah. we've seen some movies where it's like, man, you really could cut out a scene or two. Absolutely. I'm enjoying it, but like, hey, like speed this speed this up now. I got I got other stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like Alvis was a great example of what, a movie that was way too long for me. Things like two and a half hours, I think. You know what? You know what? It's so weird that you that. mentioned that. I'll tell you, man, gosh. Well, I'll get when we get to it. I'll 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 talk about that. But yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. They're on the dock waiting to board, and we start getting introduced to the cast of characters. Uh, I don't have name. I don't even have any names for everybody. I did quick notes on this. So there's a yeah, Nicholas which, which is funny because I, I only have certain main characters, but then I'm like. I see like the Mark and I'm like the, uh, the Judith Lai character and, and the, um, the other one actress the the fruit critic. I'm like, I'm not even sure who these people are. Cause there's so many different like characters in this, the, the, the three dudes, like the three, yeah. uh, like I don't know, finances or whatever they are. Yes. Yes. No idea who those guys are. So. Yeah. So I'll, I'll refer to them as that. There's the foodie, the foodie with the, with the, the, the Margot Margo is the only one name I think I know in the, in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah. And the boyfriend, Tyler, Tyler's the, Tyler's the guy. Oh, yeah, Tyler. Tyler. Tyler's the, He's, the, He's the foodie. He's the he's the foodie. Oh, yeah, he's the foodie. Yeah. So we have the we have Tyler and Margo um, talking, and Margo's smoking, and right away the the Tyler guy's like, "Hey, you're gonna mess up your palate. Like, quit smoking." <laughs> and then you realize that that there's twelve customers that are gonna go onto this island, and they're paying uh, twelve hundred and fifty dollars a piece for this dining experience. Right. So so right away you, you right off the bat you know this is like an elite premiere uh probably Michelin starred at least one Michelin star restaurant experience that you're going to get tonight. I have a question. At what point did you realize that Tyler was a part of the plan? Well, I wouldn't say I, I well I wouldn't say he's part of the plan. He's just aware of the plan. He's not yeah, he he's not plan, part of the, he's not he, part of the plan. He knows the plan but he he met, yes. he muffs the plan. But but just so weird because I guess the movie doesn't really you know make it a, a mystery because I'm like right off the bat I'm like oh he knows what's going on so it's, it's it's almost like immediate like you know he knows what's going on and then eventually gets to a part where he's just like eating food where people are dying around him and you're like oh come on stop no see I I think I'm gonna disagree with that that interpretation I don't think he's uh I don't think he's oblivious to the violence going around him because he knows I think he's oblivious to going what's going on around him because of the food. And that's the whole, that's the joke. The joke is so? he's so obsessed with the food and the experience that he doesn't care about all this stuff going on. But he also has that same cult, that cultish mentality that the, uh, that the chef's crew has too. So that's, a, that's, a, that's the other, one of the other things that I noticed right off the bat, I'm like, oh, this is obviously a cult here. So that's the, you know, and right when they get in the island and they're walking through it. Also, another, another weird thing that I noticed in the movie, I feel like there was like several references to to other Anna Anna Joy uh, Taylor movies in in this. I don't like know if the, you like the, like the witch and the uh, yeah. Well, this, yeah, the well, Northman. Well, ex- the Northman when they walk into the north, the, like the Nordic oh, the, the smokehouse, smoke <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, like when they're walking by, you see the couple of goats walk by, and I'm like, wait a minute, is that yeah. a reference to like the witches? Like the a nod, the black, the black uh, the black, uh <laughs> it's a nod. Yeah, I'm like, wait a second. 
This was this done by the one of like the uh, the guy? Is he in there? I didn't see his name attached. What's yeah, his name? There? Yeah, yeah I, I forget. We know the guy. Scandinavian like, guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, not Ari. Not Ari's the hereditary guy. It's the other guy. Uh, yeah. So they're on the boat. We meet all the gang. Uh, there's a married couple. Um, there is a uh, there's an a washed up actor and his yeah. assi- his quote unquote assistant. Yeah. Um, there's a three the three finance guys. Yeah. There's Tyler who's the you know the foodie. There's the critic with um, the food critic with them assuming like the editor for the ma- for the magazine. She I thought it was like for. her companion, companion husband. I thought that's like I thought they make no. like a mention that that's like she's no, but I, I, I don't think. I don't well maybe but at the when it comes time to pay he's like this is on the magazine when he, he oh, gives yeah, yeah, a piece yeah. of the credit yeah. card yeah so he must be like the editor in chief probably okay okay see I see I thought at one point they do mention that he, that he's her he's also like her you know yeah you know, I, I don't know you know maybe it's just like a beard type thing like uh, that he says he's like the lover <laughs> I don't know you know I I thought they were a couple too as opposed to like the Judith Light and her husband. So one of the things that we don't find out till later on is the the Margot character recognizes the married man. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I didn't know what the connection was, but clearly she's like, uh oh, like what's he I, doing here? I completely missed that. I I I would I, I missed the eye contact. Obviously the the chef mentions it later on, but I completely missed that. I was like, huh? Yeah. Like, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, no, she's like, oh, uh oh, like, what's he doing here? <laughs> oh, okay, I completely missed that because the only things I mentioned, I I noticed with Margo is Margo like notices certain facts, like uh, she she notices the boat taking off, she notices the door when it closes, so she's noticing, but that I completely missed. Um, let's see, and given the nature of her work, she should know like the like the the ins and outs of like, hey, how do I what, what's my escape route if need be, hmm. um. Let's see. They're on the boat. They have that. The, so the first, the first of dish they're served. So the, the the one the one I think I do like about this is it's very and they mentioned chef's table, and so it's very yeah. it, it's very it's a parody on the chef's table where the way they present the food and then they have like the, the titles of what the food is and what the ingredients are, and so that's a that's a recurring motif during all the courses uh, that they serve at the at the Hawthorne. Yeah, don't forget that. Don't forget that the uh, the hostess. I assume it's the hostess. The Elsa character is also introduced, who's probably one of the few characters in the movie that I actually kind of like in the movie. Yeah, because she's mm-hmm. so weird and like cultish, like you know, like leader. You know, like the she wants to be the number one like cult, uh, cultists. So yeah, yeah see, so I'm gonna they, I'm gonna say I'm gonna disagree with you with the cult. I mean, yeah, granted, it's hyperbolized as a cult in this oh, movie. I literally, one of my notes is like I'm getting the vibes of like a Jim Jones vibe. Like, uh, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, come nice, on. I mean, if, nice. if you're willing to put your life on the line for somebody, that's like the that's hit Hale Bob Jim Jones. Uh, did you did you ever read uh, Anthony Dor- Anthony Bourdain's first book, A Kitchen Confidential? No, no, I haven't. You got to read that. It's actually pretty good. I think you talked I, I, about this. I definitely previously. read that. I definitely read that because I know that guy has like a you know. I, I know he's like super popular and like yeah, and he's like an old punk. Yeah, well, he talks about like the you know the goings ons in the kitchens where it's basically oh, like yeah, sex, yeah. drugs, and rock and roll, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like hey, like we were cooking and then we went out to the uh, what I forgot what the place in the uh, CBGBs in New York. I <laughs> did some blow. Like we did yeah, some blow. Some, yeah, some, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then we showed up for our next shift. Like we didn't sleep; we just partied all night and showed exactly. up for our next shift. It was like a, was like a Hunter, Hunter S. Thompson deal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I think that's just like the whole. You know, you're part of a brigade, and it's very, 
is very military cultish type. Um, true, you know. true. But if you're if you're dying for somebody, come on, you don't just you know you got to be <laughs> well, dedicated to the belief and the cause to do that. Hail yeah. Bob. Uh, yeah. You know, Jim Jones, you got to, and even then, you know, it kind of, for, Jim Jones forced the people to a certain extent. So. Yeah. And that's like, the, that's the satire of it, right? The satire is, hey, these guys that work in the kitchen, they're just one right. step, they're just one step away from being like this cult that I'll because, die. Well, you're, my, you're right. Uh, Cause well, when we, well, when we see the, when we see the cooking shows, like the, you know, obviously, obviously there's like a Gordon Ramsay thing going on too. Yeah. It's like, when you see these people crying because they're, you know, it's like they realize that it's very powerful, emotional thing. Like this can yeah. make me break me. And this is my, you know. And well, the Ray finds uh, the character even calls like the one guy a donkey. So I was thinking, like, that's oh, Ram, like Ram, is that what that's donkey? Like you donkey. So that's literally from the uh, Ramsey from, <laughs> from like Hell's Kitchen. You donkey. Yeah, so you also got to watch. You also got to understand. Like I obsess about all the cooking yeah, shows. Yeah, I don't really so watch. Is, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't watch too much of that. So no, no I, I watch all the majority of the cooking shows. So this is right up my uh, right right up my alley. What's that? What, what's the one uh, cooking thing that they they mentioned several times at the very end? Like they mentioned it too. The uh, like the airflow or something like that. Oh, it's the Paco like, Jet. The Paco, Paco Jet. Jet. Yeah, like, I didn't know. Well, what, like, I didn't know what that was. I had yeah, no idea. <laughs> like what the hell is a Paco Jet? <laughs> Uh, the Paco Jet, so I had to research it because I had oh, never okay. heard of it. So yeah. the Paco Jet is like a, a, a eight thousand, seven thousand dollar piece of equipment. Oh shoot! That basically liquefies everything. Use it for like soups and like ice cream, oh. like anything that anything that needs to be like a smooth texture. You want the Paco Jet? <laughs> like you used Paco Jet on this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And I like that. I like that scene. And then too. I think at the end it mentions like the Paco Jet. So it's like, are you see the Paco Jet? Like in yes. The scene. So, yes, yeah. with uh, with Margot and Elsa, I believe. Yeah, so we yeah. see the Paco Jet. Doesn't she? I think she smacks her with it. Doesn't she grab it and well, smack? Yeah, I think her you're right. It? You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, she does. She's like smashes her with it. Yeah. Uh, so the first dish is the the oyster with the minuet and the emulsion, um, and then he eats it, and he's basically like it's orgasmic for him. Is uh, that the is that the amuse bouche or boucher? Is that the yeah the amuse bouche is like yeah yeah I think it is. It's a single. So I had to look it up because I have because obviously like you said I have no idea what this is. About, so I had to look it up. It's a single That's bite like, size hors d'oeuvre. Like uh, it's it's basically the chef gives it to you and it's for free. It's like hey, yeah. I'm just gonna pre warm you up for the first. Uh, see, I actually learned something from this movie. Do <laughs> <laughs> you learn how to cook? Do you learn how to cook? No, no, like, well, that's which, is, which, like which is a joke, which is probably the the Tyler the the joke with Tyler. He's oh, so, that is like, great. That is great. You know that is great I will scene. say this: that thing really is kind of pointed because yeah. this goes for beer, like for myself. Like, hey, you know, I love beer, but if if you were to tell me, oh, now you got to brew it, I'd be like, I. Uh, I don't know. It's like I, you know, I know the, I know the, I know the different things. I know this and this, but now you got to brew it. See, if he put me in the kitchen, I would have made something. So yeah, I, he, and then I, I which is funny because he falls apart, which actually makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that was, I love that. That was a pretty poignant thing. But that's a whole. That's a whole. That's a whole commentary about all these foodie people that we have now that post oh, on yeah. Instagram and like saying, "Oh, oh look yeah, at this yeah, and, yeah, yeah, hey, did you taste it?" So it's a whole. Did you it's taste all a commentary it? that you think it you. It, you think it's easy. It's easier to criticize someone or to, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But can absolutely. you replicate that? Do you have that level? Everyone thinks they can cook, but this, like, can you, when it comes down to it, can you cook? True, true, and true. And so I, I do like that scene for the poignancy of the uh, the social commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen when he comes up there. It's like, hey, you're, you're commenting on the food and this and this. Yeah. But come up here now and, and perform your, your ability. <laughs> and the guy just falls apart. So. Well, because because he, he's also uh, you know de describing the dishes to Margot, and even at times over the chef's like description, 
So yeah. the, and, and he also points out like the bergamot, the bergamot and the tea. He's like, I, I can taste a, t- a touch of bergamot. Is that like, is that? And the chef's like, oh, like your, your, very, your palate's very attuned to, you know, the ingredients. Yeah. The other, the other weird thing about Tyler is like, he's he's constantly breaking the rules and i assume that's because he thinks he's in like he oh well he he knows he's in to a certain extent but he's still like being an a-hole like about he's taking all the pictures he's taking like the instagram yeah. pictures and the tiktok the TikTok, yeah. TikTok pictures and you notice that i'm like oh my gosh but the, and the the other weird little thing that i noticed was uh, um apparently the alsa character maybe the other ones they're all listening and watching and you know doing you know they're very perceptive to everything that's going on so not, nothing that the, that the diners do, the guests do, is is private. So that you know they know what they're talking about. So I was like, I thought that was kind of weird. Like, why would you say anything if you you know they know you what you're saying? Well, let's see. Go to the smokehouse. So, so we find out early on that Margot is a substitute um, oh, yeah, for yeah. a Miss Westervelt, who was um, Tyler's girlfriend. Yeah. Who then they broke up, and so at the last second. And we don't now, still don't even know Margot's role, but we know that she's a sub. We don't even we don't know how she became a sub, which is a reveal yeah. later on in that the bring, movie. That, that brings up a question now, because she ruins because Margot ruins the the flow of the meal and the, the mm-hmm. whole the the thing. Was the was Tyler's original girlfriend supposed to be part of the of the plan? Yes. I assume that she's okay. absolutely. So she actually wait, gets wait, away. So. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Re- repeat that part again. Okay, so Tyler's original girlfriend, the uh, yeah. the the, the Westervelt, yeah, was she meant to die with them too? So yeah, yeah. Abs- absolutely, they're okay. both because it's revealed through the through the film that every one of these people is reprehensible oh, yeah. in what in one way or are they? What, are, were well, they truly reprehensible? See, this is, yeah, like, this, is, this is one of the, this is one of the problems that I have with the movie. I'm like, wait a minute, come on, that's like that's that's petty. Are you just being petty now? Well, the one the one thing the the one person who isn't as as admonishable as the rest of them, which is which is one of the lines, probably one of my favorite lines of the movie, where where John Leguizamo, the actor guy, is going to get what it. about and, her? Yeah, what about her? And my yeah, favorite and exactly. Line, and I was like, what a douchebag! I was like, this my, is so stupid. My favorite interchange is like, what about her? What school did you go to? Brown. Brown. You have student loans? No. No. Uh, you're gonna die. And, and that's in that idiot. I'm like, that is so. I'm like, oh god. And then I then I realized that that like that Ralph like Ray oh, Ralph Fiennes, you know Ray Fiennes is like, oh, this is like he's so he's just petty. Now he's just being it's petty. Arbitrary. He's just well, literally being petty. Of course he is. He's psychotic. He's gonna well, kill yeah, everybody. True. I mean, true, true. sociopath. I mean, come well, on. Gosh, you know what's so funny? Is that brings up that other that one of the sous chefs that one one of the actors who I recognize and I couldn't place her, the one that stabs him like in the thigh, like like, oh. like he wanted to have sex with me. Yeah. Like who was that actress? I recognize no her, but idea. I couldn't place her. I, no I've seen idea. Her or something, and I was like, I recognize her. That's that whole thing too, though, where like the borderline uh mentality between like a an executive, highly decorated executive Ooh, chef, and, yeah. like a, and a sociopath, and like you know, like a control freak, and, and also what you can issues. get away with. And obviously, he mentions that, like, and this is his, like, this is his, um, what do you call it, like, uh, like, hey, I've done all these bad things in the past, and now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I need to like atone, atone for my sins by by committing more sins. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I like the whole, uh, the whole notion that uh, they're all, they're all, they're all at fault to a certain extent, 
um, I would say maybe less the uh, the wife of the the infidel guy. Well, you, know, you know what's so funny is you're talking about like the like the Legazamo and the and the and the girl the assistant with the brown. Even Legazamo's like like thing is like 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 why funny. don't like why don't you like me like like I like I wasted my I got a day off like I wasted yeah, my that's time. Funny. Like, that's funny. That's your face. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Come on, that's funny. It's kind of, it's kind of like a Will Ferrell thing. It's like because of your face. Oh yeah. You know, like what a huh? Like. <laughs> And the, but that's I think that's the funny thing though, right? It is kind of, it is really arbitrary as to how he decided who's going to live and who's going to die, and I, I think that's the funny part. It's of like it. anybody like he, that annoys you, like basically yeah. he's annoyed, and it's like oh, I'm going to kill you because you annoy me. Oh, that's pretty funny. That definitely seems like a Will Ferrell like POV. Oh yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. They show the living quarters. They go to the kitchen and the seating area. You know, that's also area. another weird. That's also another weird weird scene in the movie where, when they're looking at the when they're after they come out of the smokehouse and they they look at the uh, they see that nice looking cottage and then they ask like like hey like whose cottage is that and it's like oh that's the chef's cottage he doesn't live here though which I thought was kind of weird because we find out that he does live there so I'm like wait a minute was that a mistake in the dialogue or is, or maybe I'm missing something because yeah she also literally tells him he doesn't live here but yet he has a he has a quarters here he's gets his house. No, I think you're you're it might might be misinterpreting that because when they're in the, when when she says that they're in that barracks area, yeah, and they're all have a common sleeping area, and they ask, "Does he oh, live yeah, yeah, here yeah. in the yeah, barracks?" And she oh. says, "No, he has separate quarters, and that's that that house oh. on the hill." But I thought when she's walking with them, she tells oh. them like, "Oh, that's oh no, maybe you're right." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, she yeah, says yeah, he lives. Yeah, yeah, you're there. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then Margot says, Can we visit it? And she's like, we haven't we can't even go in there. You're so. right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I did see it twice and then Yeah, you're right. Because you, you see that night, that cool looking cottage in the side. And I'm like, wait yeah. a minute, why is it wait? I, I see what you're saying. She's saying that does he live here too? No, 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 no. This is the Not this, amongst us, the peasants. <laughs> exactly. Uh you ready for another pour? Yes, I am. All right, what do you got? Uh, let's see. I'll keep on going down. So, so the, there's the courses we're going through. Uh, let's see. The first course, I believe, is that scallop course, and then we go to the second course, and it's that whole. It's that. It's a. It's funny. It's that. It's a bread course, but it's without the bread, and oh, so uh, yeah. they get these like kind of gels or sauces, um, and a little serving spoon to taste to, to taste the different sauces that you'd normally put on bread, but since they're not given bread. They have the to breadless just... bread plate. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> to the abusement of the to the amusement of the guests, Lillian Bloom, which is the um, uh, Mick I've seen the actress actress before, but I couldn't quite place her. But you see her like in a lot of movies. She notices a flaw in the dish, which I thought was oh, kind yeah. of funny. It's like there's like an emulate like an emulation. In uh, the no, dish? no, the emulsion is broken. Emulsion, emulsion, emulsion. Yeah. Yeah, so the emulsion, I'm not that uh, technological with the, with that, but the emulsion is like a sauce with the, like mayonnaise is an emulsion. Oh, okay. And so I guess if it really? breaks, it's like a, it's obviously it's, split, it's flawed. Like, oh yeah, I noticed that. Like, oh, I noticed it split. And obviously, yeah. like I said, they're listening and they're, and then he brings out that big old like bowl of it. <laughs> like, well, like, twice. He brings it out twice. Oh, like, twice. Well, like, no, no, first yeah. he gives it like a, a bowl. Yeah. And then he brings out like the pot of it. It's like a pot after. <laughs> Here's some more broken emulsion for you. It, it like, kind of reminds uh, me of Matilda, like with the, with the cake. It's like, hey, like, yeah, you know, see, like, uh, that's why I thought Ray Fiennes is basically trench bowl and like a more subdued oh, trench I see. bowl. I, I see what you're saying. More so, I got the uh, I pulled out the uh, great notion, the ledge beer, the uh, that which is a pilsner. And what are the specs on that? Uh, 5.5, it's a pilsner, so you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna go crazy on that. 
a German style Pilsner, uh, 5.5 Ledge Beer, and that is by the great. I'm going to call them the great notion now. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> that's, that's, like the, that's like the Colonel, like the Colonel. Colonel. <laughs> the guy, when we find out the guy is not even a girl. The guy's not even American. How about that? Yeah, he's not even American. What although he, like, I, will, although I will say one thing. When you look up his real, yeah, when you look up his real name, he does have co- like Cornelius in his name. So it's like, yeah, I can see where he can be called the Colonel. Well, no, he was uh, he was given he's the actually rank awarded of honorary. The, yeah, he, he yeah. was given because he helped someone with the, he helped someone with the campaign. I think. yeah, in Louisiana, and given the on uh, the, the status of honorary colonel. I think right is that verified though? Is that even verified? Because I th- I, I want to say that that really just comes from his actual real name of Cornelius. <laughs> so. uh, what? Well, well, Elvis calls him the general. How about that? Or at least he also movie. calls him the admiral. He he literally and it's almost like it's almost like an inside joke where he just kind of forgets. It's like yeah, yeah like admiral, like admiral, like general it's a joke. Like yeah. it's, it's kind of like a like a goof on him. Like yeah, because yeah, because as doing like the little background, this you realize you realize that you know that Al, you know, it's like you know Alvis kind of this kind of like is it his own world doing his own thing, and it's you know. And that goes to the whole point of the movie where you know it's where it's kind of like, gosh, man, that's where everybody leashed off of Elvis. And then you look at some of the instances in the movie, Shoot. even the parents and the family. It, well, every, yeah, every, yeah, everybody. Yeah, well, every, you know, it's yeah, it's, it, it, it's 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 a sad thing, but yeah. If this is a, if this movie is historically accurate, which I don't know, yeah, you know, I, have B. To, B. Yeah, B. B. I actually King, have to look up B. B. several did, events. BB King did it in uh, Mood China. I mean, he was just like you know, hey, get you need to get away from all I that mean, stuff. I mean, one can say that Elvis himself, too, I mean, obviously, obviously, he borrowed and took away from the other, you know, did the song. Oh, yeah. but, but but I, I always feel that, and it just goes to the ending, you know, that that you know, Elvis was never like a like an a hole about it. he he accredited yeah. all these people like oh, oh yeah, Elvis, you know, and he was still friends. And I said that one Alice Alice Cooper clip where he's like, oh yeah, you know. Who does he? He mentioned somebody else was in the elevator with him in that story. It was well, somebody in the love, in the love lace. No, no, but it was another like rock. It was either like Little Rich or somebody was like in the or was uh, in the was in the elevator with them too. Which is, yeah, well, the Linda Love is it's kind of funny, but <laughs> but yeah, Elvis, Elvis was like a, like a appreciate. Everybody wanted to be around him. I want I want to be around him. All right, here we go. Great notion of brewing. It looks light and crisp. I can tell you that right now. Yeah. There we go. Cheers. Rose it. It's a pilsner, clean, crisp. Oh yeah, five point five. Is what you knock back at the football during the football game, there you or go. my case, a softball game. Uh, let's see, bread without bread, the broken emulsion. Uh, so so Margot's not feeling any of this food, and she won't eat the, uh, oh, yeah, the sauces. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, Tyler, although well, technically the, everybody's not eating except for Tyler. Tyler's like the one guy who's really getting into it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. So he's trying to uh, he's trying to grab her plate and breaks the glass. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And then the the finance guys asked uh, Elsa character for some bread, and she's like, uh, "No." And he's like, "Do you know who we are?" Like, "Yeah, I know who you are." Can we have bread? Like, "No, no bread for you." Yeah. And then she then she whispers to one of them, "You will eat less than you desire and more than you deserve." Nice. So, so so I so I so that that scene kind of reminded me like of something that you would get from. An annotated Joy Joy uh, Taylor movie. Yeah. Like, wait a minute! It sounds like one of like like one of, you know it's something that they would say. Like, 
I will say this much, though, to kind of, kind of go back to that six degrees of separation, that final scene with the s'mores, for some reason, harkened back to Midsommar, for some reason. Oh, it does. It did. Yes, it did. It did. It did. <laughs> I can look up. at the. Oh yeah, I can look at the the uh, the producer credits again and see if yeah, there, there were was several any movies that reminded me of like the weird, creepy ending where like they're like the the the, the sacrificial weird ending. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Then we talk about the memory course, and uh, Rafe finds uh character has his mom uh, tucked oh, yeah. in the corner yeah, drunk yeah. Yeah. and tells a story about how uh, the dad was trying to kill her. And he had to stab the dad in the in the thigh. So the course is a, a chicken thigh with a little pair of scissors with the phone cord <laughs> wrapped around it. Uh, and he gives everyone uh, some tortillas that have like printing on them. Oh yeah. And so and so this is where we find out we find everyone's quote unquote yeah. crime. It's so it's sort of a reveal on, on what they've been doing. Um, yeah. So. Um, the, uh, the, the couple has the, the, I guess the adulterer tortilla where, where the wife's like, Which who's this I woman? I assume is Anna Taylor joy is, yes. the, is the woman in that. Okay. Yes. Um, the Tyler has pictures of him taking pictures. It's like meta. It's oh, like yeah, a yeah. photo of him. It's taking a, it's pictures a, exactly. He thinks he's clean, but it's like, Oh my God, he's watching me. See, I, I, and I, I still disagree with that interpretation of it. I think he knows I don't think he thinks he's part of the plan. He just went along with it to get the experience. Like he all he's there for is the food. Are you? Yeah, but 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 I also think like he's so it because obviously what happens to him in the end ultimately he's he really is kind of part of like the like like the cult thing because think about it, if you're not it's like I get I'm in the food but I'm gonna run, at least I'm gonna run away and then we learned that early in that one other scene too or like you know we or later scenes where uh, you know all the males have to run and he's just standing there because he knows like eh, yeah. I don't care like I don't care. Oh, uh, let's see. John Leguizamo has the, the movie, and then that's where uh, where Ray <laughs> Fine tells that funny. It's it's funny I, though. I mean, I get that the movie tries to play him as a douche, and they, you know he's like, and he's and he's, he's, and he's kind of berating, and he's berating the girlfriend. He's he's basically, but is it is it is it really that bad? I mean, I could think of like a like a big had it been like a big Hollywood star, I think I would have. Uh, 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 what's it? What's the word? Emp- emphasis or uh, uh, have more empathy for it or something? Yeah. You know? But because he's like a low budget guy, and he's a douchebag, I don't feel the same. And if he's a guy making twenty million dollars and he's being this way, I think I would have had, would have been more, it would have been more sense to me. But even John Leguizamo agrees with Chef at the end of the at the end of it. Oh goes, no, oh, that, no, no! The, the last line in this movie is is I have to say has to be a ripoff of one of my favorite books of all time too. Though, and and, and I'll get to the line when it when it comes up. So, so the interchange between Likuzamo and Chef, where Chef says, "On my day, my only day off, I had to watch a movie, and it was, like, it was painful." And then Likuzamo basically goes, "Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I should, I, I reached a new low when I made that movie." Even he, yeah. it's like, "Yeah, you're right. But, I should die but, for that." But it's just a movie. movie. It's a movie, though. It's not like it's like, he agrees I'm not killing it, people. But, I'm not mean. But, it's like you don't have to go there and watch it. But, but, it's, but it's, even it's he so admits. Petty. But even he admits, like, "Yeah, I sold out. Come like, on. I, I should have done it." You're right. Like, you're right, Chef. I should. And everything's subjective right. too, because because there's a, there's also that other part where like the one guy pops up. Oh, I love that movie. It's like it's like obviously the guy's a part of the thing but, oh yeah yeah but it's still funny you know it's like uh let's see margo tries to get him to snap to send it back the food back and then he starts snapping at it then he starts turning on her uh tyler does and starts snapping her she's like like the, what do you what, you snapped at me like what the well, she's making him look bad too so yeah. yeah so she takes off and goes and smoke and smokes in the uh in the bathroom and then chef visits her 
uh, and tries to figure out what's going on. Why is she there? And who is she? Uh, and he realizes that, you know, obviously she's using like a pseudonym uh, to be there. Uh, I'm assuming once they say like, hey, my name is Margo and this is where I'm from, they're probably like Googling her, trying to do the, like a oh, background you know, you're, search. You're right. You're, you're right. Because everybody, they, they know about everybody. Mm -hmm. Obviously, no. And then her, mm -hmm. which is funny. Yeah. But there's a possibility because there is that they do mention that you don't get sound reception out here. So there might be, even though they have the short, they do have a shortwave radio. So they, I think they, I think they kind of might, they might not have cell service. I mean, unless yeah. he does in his room, but, I got, but my impression was you're right. Cause it would literally take you what nowadays it take you, you know, 20 minutes to find him out. One of his guys will run around, go look up, go look her up. And I'm thinking it's like, they don't have cell service, so they can't do this. So, so it does make sense in that point. Uh, let's see. The next uh, course is the mess of which of course, like uh, the, oh, the fourth course, the mess. <laughs> yeah, which he brings out the uh, one of the sous chefs, I'm assuming. Yeah, and they have that Jeremy. conversation where, like, you can't, you'll never be me, and you want to be me, but you'll never be me. And so, um, and and you kind of know, I at least I knew what you was know happening. What's coming out because, because you can see it, you can see it build, you can see it building up in the process. You know, it's yeah, like, but even when they start, even when they, even when they put the tarp down, like when they put the tarp down on the well, floor, they're looking, going, huh? Like, what's going on? <laughs> And then when and then they 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 have like the curtains like the plastic curtains like and they shield the food oh, in the yeah, kitchen yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh like, yeah 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 like from splatter from like yeah. the actual <laughs> like like this is gonna be like like it's gonna be like three to seven three to ten degrees upward <laughs> like yeah it was a, it's a good I like the I like the scene um, and then of course the guy well, shoots himself yeah and then Tyler's like oh that was a shock I didn't see that coming it's like see here, see here it's like he has like the master plan already see he already knows like I assume that he told them like what's gonna happen like beforehand and and do he, you do you think Tyler knows that he's gonna die too or no no that I don't think that 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 I I think that at some point he thinks he's going to be able to leave leave the island. Obviously, because what happens after that, you know, the final, you know, what his yeah. ultimate thing is, he does definitely not look like. In fact, he doesn't even know anything about the cooking because if he knew about the cooking yeah. itself, he would he would be he would have been prepared for that. I so think he know I herbal. I think he knows he's going to die, and he still wants to go for the dining experience. I, oh. And that, and I think that's more oh. poignant to me. Oh wait a minute! So you're thinking he's gonna die in the dining experience part? Yes. Are the schmooze? Yes. Yes. Oh. I think he thinks he know he think he knows the plan. He knows that they're all gonna die, but oh. he still goes because he wants the experience. I think that makes it even funnier. Are oh, you right? You know what? You know what? You you're actually <laughs> right because he's a zealot. It makes it funnier. He's gonna be part of s'mores, the final course. Yeah. But yeah. but he throws a curveball at him and, and calls yeah. him out, and then it's like. Like what the I want the, the the final course and he doesn't get the <laughs> final course. Yeah, I think he I think he knows right. and he's such uh he's such yeah. a zealot that uh, he's like, Oh yeah, I know I'm gonna die, but I want I need I need to experience his food. You're right. You're right. You're, so, again, you're, you're, you're yeah, looking at it that way, you're absolutely right. Like the reason why his distress is because he gets called out and then he has to do what he does and he he doesn't even get to have the final the sports. Uh, let's see. Uh, so the guy shoots himself to get him away. It's all part of the quote unquote, all part of the show. And then the one, the one married guy's trying to leave. And, uh, she's like, which hand are you trying to leave with? And then, and then and another shocking jolt, she, they cut off the ring finger for the guy. Yeah. Uh, Margo goes to the kitchen to speak with chef and the chef's trying to figure out who she is. Cause you know, obviously it's a curveball. Um, and are you one of us? Or are you one of them? And you need to figure out which, what, what, like, what side are you on? Our side or their side? And you have fifteen minutes to determine. Are you on the douchebag side or are you in the douchier bag side? 
Uh, In my head, this is what I'm thinking. Uh, Let's see. They do the T course. (laughs) And and then the palate cleanser, the the palate cleanser. Yes. And then, and then, so he's going around basically telling everybody why, why they're here for this course uh, for this meal. Uh, and he goes to the married couple, the guy who lost his uh, ring finger, and he says, you've been here, you know, 10, 10 11 times, name one times. course we've served. And like, the, the, there's the pretentiousness. He can't even just name one course True. he's eaten there. True, yeah. Because it's more about status than anything else. I think, he, I think she even mentions tuna. It's like, it's caught, it's like cod or something like that. You saw, like you, and then you're like, it's, it kind of, <laughs> that's, he actually reminded I think he says, me. Of, I think, I think he did call, call him a donkey. Like, donkey. Yeah, that, I think that's a scene where he actually, he, it kind of reminded me of like, uh, what's his face? The Ramsey? Yeah, Ramsey or Ramsey, because you don't even remember what, what it is. Oh, you donkey. Um, <laughs> and then the, uh, the financer guy, the finance guys are like, hey, we, you know, you don't even own this place. Like, you know, Varric, this quote, this, Varric. this, uh, investor Varric owns it and we work yeah. for him. And so like, oh, not for, not like tisk tisk, not for long, because then we see Varric outside of the restaurant with the angel wings, um, being plummeted into the water. And then they, they actually, he actually makes a pretty funny joke, uh, you know, and he's like, uh, He's like, and and he's describing Varric and all the things that he did wrong. But the most important punishment, or the most the foulest crime he's done, was he asked for substitutions. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And that's a you know obviously that's a joke when you go to high end restaurants. They're like you don't to like do not ask for substitutions. Like you can't you can't substitute like mashed potatoes for like French fries. Like we like we won't do it. So the, and they tell you on the menu don't ask for it. So the fact that you ask for it is kind of like a major like dining faux pas. Man, this 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 really makes me realize why why I kind of kind of dig like the mafia stuff. You can't do that, like you know, you know. If I if I'm the leader, you give me what I want. It doesn't matter. But but you know, I just realized that that the chefs are, they're a little too like uh, into their their thing. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's that whole thing that you know, it's a joke because all the restaurant, all the higher end restaurants yeah. say no substitutions on your menus and. It's like a, it's a major crime or foul, party foul. And, of, to and ask for the whole joke is the other joke about that too with Varric is he's the angel. He's the one that made me and gave me the money, you know, did this, but got the island, the, you know. The, so he made me, but he also told me to do something that I that I didn't want to do and that he should have done. And that's, I mean, and again, we 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 learned through the through the story of the film. That the the chef has gone away from love, the love of cooking. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. And it's all about you know trying to make your way and a reputation and a name and control of a product, and uh, and your brigade and the customer. That you, it, through all this whole thing of becoming like this high end Michelin starred chef, you kind of lose the joy of cooking because you're so determined to reach the status that that that's the, that becomes the most important thing to you also to innovate also the other thing is innovation but you got to do all these weird you know innovation things that what you're seeing in this movie it's like i need to innovate and, and create new things it's like it's like a constant battle to to outdo everybody else and myself so the like, jet yeah <laughs> can i just make you a, you a which, which goes back to can you just make a burger yeah, that's exactly. I mean, I mean, that's the whole the whole yeah, joy, yeah, right? Yeah. You are having all these sophisticated fine dining experiences, but at the end of the day, like, can I just get a burger? Yeah, yeah. Like a simpler, like it's a simpler times. Uh, let's see. Uh, the chef talks to uh, Margot, and she and we realize that she's a prostitute now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which which I really didn't pick up on, like what you know what was happening ahead of time. Um, yeah, and like it's really weird because then she goes, she she well, that's, she. well, that's what I was saying. Like I had no idea she was looking at the guy, and then after it's like all of a sudden, like my note is during a convo at Slow at Slowick, Margot mentions an odd sex job she made with Lebrett, which is the husband of uh, Judith Judith Light. And I'm like, what? Like, huh? Like, what's so going on? So you also so so you must have missed the other earlier part where he moves his chair so that he's not facing her. Oh yeah. And she's definitely. like, do you know her? And he's like, no. And then Judith light says she doesn't, she look like our daughter. Oh, and which, which actually pays, pays off, which later. it pays, which plays yes. in later. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh gosh. I don't and, Yeah. I, I must, yeah, I must have missed Were you it. drinking my, were you drinking hop to the gills while you're watching I don't this? Think so. I don't think that's possible, but I don't think so. But, oh, and so, so yeah, so Judith Light says she looks like her daughter, our daughter, right. and then he's like, no, no, what are you talking about? Of course not. She doesn't look like her daughter. Oh, no. What are you talking about? And then we find out later, well, uh, well uh, Margot's talking to, to Schiff that I guess the guy was like beating it to to the prostitute. Yeah, which, which, see, which, which I didn't notice in the movie. Like, 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 like can we get a scene where you see like, like the, the shoulder raising up and down? Like, uh, <laughs> unless, it, unless it isn't there and I just didn't notice it. And he was saying, uh, like, talk to me, like, like you're my pretend, like you're my daughter. I guess yeah. was the sex act. Well, so here's the other creepy. Thing. Here's the other weird thing about that, though. How how would so is this like a matter of coincidence that she winds up being the girlfriend of Tyler, or does Tyler have something to do yeah. with the? No. Oh, you know what? That's a, you actually bring up a pretty good point. Maybe Chef said, and you're gonna hire your your date canceled. Your your girlfriend broke up. So you need to hire this particular prostitute to come with you as your guest. Maybe that uh, was maybe that was intentional. Well, n- no, not so much for uh, for Slowick because he has no idea who she is. No, I'm talking about the the fact that she's just there and she knows that guy. Like, how does that happen? Is this like a coincidence, like a New York type thing where everybody knows each other? It's it's, it's, a high, it's like a high end. Well, I, I she, guess that makes yeah. sense though. Like a high end call girl can't be too many higher end call girls, right? And yeah, clearly they all have money because they're they like, huh? Is she that good looking that she's like the high end? <laughs> I, I don't think I, I, I wouldn't be, she wouldn't be on my, uh, my, my speed dial for a uh, call girl. Yeah, don't tell Mark that. Those. Mark loves her. So like, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm not, I'm um, not, I'm not really a fan. I'm not sold on her. Yeah. So, but maybe she's a, i clearly they pay 1250 for a meal that they're, right, they have right. money. Right, and right. So maybe like in a short list for call girls, she's right. on the short list. Oh, I see what you're saying. But but it's it just seems like there's there's gotta be thousands upon thousands, you know, mm-hmm. that I mean, all of a sudden she's at this one moment, this one point of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's possible that there's a scene they cut out that explains that more, like well, you know, how did we get to how did how did you were here at this exact right time? Yeah, it is a it's a weird uh, it's a it's an odd coincidence. Yeah. I don't know, maybe, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Next course is Man's Folly. And this is where we find out that uh, Chef has been hitting on one of, or at least previously hitting on one of the, the, uh, the yeah, he, sous chefs. Or, or, or as they say, like he tries to F, like F the, uh, the sous chef. Who's an actress that I say? I know who she is, but I can't, I can't place her. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone. I forgot. Yeah. I mean, I, her face is very familiar. And I know so she's I've seen her in movies before. Let's see. Orange is the New Black. Here are your cho- here's your choices. Um, really, I've I've never seen that actually. Uh, the Equalizer, The Walking Dead, Walking- Supergirl, oh. Jim Walking Dead, oh. The Flash, Orange Is the New Black. Mm-mm-mm. Might be The Walking Dead. 
Blue Bloods, Law and Order. Nope. It's got it's gotta be it's gotta be Walking Dead, because I I, I've seen her before. I I I know I know I recognize her face. Yeah. Uh so she so she um so she was the one that Chef was trying to have sex with and he ignored her. And then right. he t- as an act of forgiveness, she stabs him in the thigh. Uh the, the kids initially thought it was a groin shot. I thought it was too. Actually, I thought it was too. <laughs> but it was a thigh shot. I was like, oh, she got his ball. She got his she got the balls. <laughs> Man's folly. And then so then this leads into the scene uh, from the trailer, which I thought was gonna be more prominent than it is in the movie. It's yeah. just them ch- the men have have to run and they're gonna get caught and right. uh it's like Hunger Although, Games. I, I will say something though. There is a line after when all this is done that Slowick gives after about like you had a chance to get away and you could have easily got away, but you were all cut. So there was like that weird little like thing going on where like you really didn't want to get away for everybody. Uh, <laughs> he tells him uh, that like you could have you could have literally got away. It could have hit better. It's not yeah. like we have night vision. You know that's true. Uh, meanwhile, well, the, well, the chase occurs. The, the women drink and eat. Uh, there's a course that they're served. Um, and then the, the, the chef, the assistant chef admits that, Hey, you, you guys are actually going to die. It was my idea that you guys should die. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sous it, chef it brings cohesion the, yeah. to the story. Like it, the that, food. that is, that is an interesting scene. Cause they're trying, they're trying to like woo her or, you know, like they're trying to oh, yeah. seduce her. Like, Hey, like this, we can get up, we can get away with this. If you know, like help us out here. And then, Oh no, that was my idea of like killing everybody. Yeah. No, she even, the one critic one says, well, yeah, we can get you a restaurant. Like, you know, we can open yeah. a restaurant for yeah. you and, and you can be, you know, the executive chef. I thought for sure that she was going to say, her name's Catherine. I thought for sure she was going to say, you were the one that destroyed my restaurant before. So, and I was kind of uh, expecting her to tell like the, the, the one bloom, the, the, the food, the food critic, but instead yeah. it's just like, she's, she really is. She has no idea. And it's just like, no, no, that was my idea to kill everybody. Uh, so then they start uh, drinking more because they realize they're going to die. Like, ah, more wine. <laughs> if I'm, I'm going to die, but men will be drunk uh, when I die. Who's the uh, last guy that gets caught? Like, and they have like, there's like a dessert for him. It's kind of like an inside yeah, joke too. Yeah. I think yeah, it's the, like, the, ed- the editor, the, the editor, editor yeah, for like, the magazine. It's like a, like a little dessert. Like you're the last guy caught. And it's kind of like a, almost like an extra, it's kind of like a Will Ferrell moment. Yeah. He hits like a special chef, like a, like yeah, a special you're the chef last dish. Yeah. Uh, so this is where the, we had the big scene with uh, Tyler and Chef, um, that he knew the plan all along, and uh, and so then that's where uh, Margo really gets upset because ultimately that means that he brought right. her along to die. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Um, Chef gives him a jacket, uh, personalizes it for him, and says, "Hey, you know, uh, let's see what you got. Here's your big moment to shine. You, you know." You know, cooking, you know, the bergamot, you know, you, let's, let's see what you got. What do you need? And so he's like, oh, leeks, uh, shallots, uh, lamb, butter, like, oh, okay, well, let's prepare something. And so, and so you can tell right away, like the way his knife skills are, because I, clearly I would know how to cut that, that shallot uh, up uh, in a fine uh, dice, uh, a fine mince. He, he does not know how to do that. And, uh, and it's funny because then I don't know if you wrote it down. Do you did you write down the text for the, his title card for his dish? Um, I know what it's called after. I, I didn't read the title, but I know it's called Tyler's bullshit at the very end. So yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> it's just like undercooked, like lamb. Yeah, like, undercooked uh... lamb, and like yeah, Tyler's. <laughs> oh, and then so after his, uh, so then obviously Chef eats and says this is like beyond bad. 
And then he goes to Tyler and he whispers something in his ear. Right. I mean, I guess which we kind of know, like what what's going to happen. Honestly, this, I, 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 I thought to admit, I didn't know what was going to happen. I kind of, I, I thought basically he was meant to go back and see. This is where you're right, though. Where I thought he was meant to go back and die with everybody, but what happens then makes what you said make more sense. Like, no, he wanted to die in the end, but he wanted <laughs> to do it that by having that final course. Unfortunately, <laughs> he ruins that. Uh, Margo, go get my barrel. And then as she's leaving out to go get the barrel, she see we, we, the reveal is that we see Tyler has hung himself. Uh, and yes. he's dead. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do we have the, the calling Dr. Sunshine moment, which is again, my, my favorite lot inter interaction. Like what school did you go to Brown? Student Dude. loans? No, I'm sorry. It's, you're it's dying. So, it's so, so petty. <laughs> it's not though. Hey, to, as, me, as to, someone, me, to me, to me, it's, to me, it's like a silly, it's like, a, oh my God, are silly. you kidding me? It's, it's it's funny though. As someone who has loans from USC, still, I, yeah, I wish I could have said like I have no student loans. <laughs> yeah, but you don't even know how she got like the money. You're assuming that oh, it's oh, a wealthy aristocratic like, family. <laughs> yeah, we, and bear in mind, this is like I assume that she's like Hispanic. So it's like, wait a minute, are you like? It's like this weird thing going on. With, it's like he. Then again, you're right. But I assume that he's he looked deeper into the past. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe there, maybe you're right. Maybe it's like a family, a well-to-do wealthy family. That's why he hates. Obviously, he has to hate them for a reason. Just that one line though is just, it's like wait it's a great. minute. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I assume a, that they did meme. more more bad stuff is in the well, family. You know? But you're all forgetting. Oh, you're also forgetting that she stole. She's stealing from John Leguizamo. Yeah, but that's but he's John. Le hates him though. But but the, he hates he hates his face. It's like yeah, it's but, okay. No, but she's stealing money from him though. She's a thief. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but she's stealing from the one guy that he hates though. That's okay. It's like so, is, but, if it's so then why? Else? So then why? Why did the financiers get the death sentence? Because they're related to Varric and they're and they're no, scumbags. No, because they're doing all sorts of illegal transactions. But they're also they're doing too. millions upon millions of dollars of, <laughs> of like fake, you know. And then I even then I have to admit, like, wait a minute, like it, and even douche, that's and kind of weird in itself. And too, they're douchebags too, though. That's well, that well, that, well, that too. You know, the, there is to me, it's just a lot. You know, it does kind of remind me of a little bit of Saw, like where oh, like yeah. where Saw, like like why am I here? Like all I did was take some drugs or do this and that. I'm not that bad. So it it does have elements of Saw in there. So the finances are stealing millions of dollars, but have you seen the price that, that it takes to go to Brown? <laughs> Was that, is that the whole joke? That you recall? It's like millions. It's, like Ivy, a, it's Ivy League. Million. It's Ivy League. <laughs> uh, let's see. Margo goes to Gordon's house. She, she sees a replica of the kitchen and goes into the uh, goes into that private room. Um, so she, she also a, finds that shortwave radio too. That's like the big like um, like setup scene. Yeah, that and also the picture of him frying that, making that burger. Yeah, which is, which, which I have to admit, at the time I was like, okay, he's a, he's a, which I kind of want to believe every cook has done that at some point. So it was a little yeah. kind of like, but I, I get the way they, you know, she applies it at the end. But when it well, happens, I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. The, the, what, the one thing I would have liked to see in that photo, which initially I thought I saw, but when I went back to go see it, it's not there. Okay. I thought that was like a picture from like employee of the month or something like that. I, oh. I thought there was like an accolade, like, you know, again, like his first accolade. <laughs> the of the that, month. Yeah. Cause he has that big smile on his face. Like, no, it's, it's, just, it's just a generic picture of him flipping a burger. It's just, yeah. it's, it, yeah. I would have liked to see like an employee of the month. Like, that would, that would, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A little bit more, uh, uh, give, give him some kudos, some accolades. Yeah. yeah. So, so it captures his finest moment of happiness, but oh, yeah, you're right. He is smiling. To, he's smiling in the picture. That's like yeah, the big, I guess smile. 
yeah. huge smile. But also that I think that employee of the month would have been kind of like right. the, the first step in this whole exactly. path yeah. of, of try obsession of being like the best. Exactly. Like, I hey, would thought like, it would have been hey, nice. You made touch. a great burger. You're a great yeah. worker. This is your first step to the, to your ultimate uh, extension. <laughs> or or breakdown <laughs> well, or fall. ultimately <laughs> the folly of man uh then she goes and has the fight with elsa yeah um, elsa. Elsa, I like elsa. <laughs> yeah she's really a good character definitely a good character and, and the uh, thing about it is elsa actually elsa's elsa kind of she kind of embodies that she wants to be like the pure like follower but she kind of follows like that whole seven daily sins where she has jealousy where she realizes yeah. like i'm supposed to get the barrel yeah, that was supposed and to be he mean. and he didn't forget. Like I, I didn't, he forget. didn't forget. He never told me. Which means that it's, which means he did. He changed the plan. Yeah, so, and she realizes that. Uh, let's see. The Coast Guard shows up, and then we obviously realize that that's a setup. Um, yeah, they think they're saved, and the reveal is that he's just which, a which, 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 which immediately I knew was fake. It's like, yeah, well, how often yeah. you get a, one Coast Guard guy like, hey guys, what's going on here? Wait a minute, one like one yeah. guy? Come on, stop. Uh, let's see. So then we have the big thing where Margot ha- stands up and says, "Like all this food is garbage. I want to send it back. Right. I want real food." So we see the whole her whole like uh, interaction about trying to change the plan. And so she wants a cheeseburger, and then we see him make the, uh, uh, which looked like a pretty good tasty cheeseburger, by the way, and and fries. And then he tells the other guys, "Like like can we can we make do we have a fryer? Is the fryer still going?" <laughs> yeah. So she makes he makes her the cheeseburger. He's happy to do it, and she takes a couple of bites and like wants it to go, which is another like insult, right? You never Supplem- go to a fine supplemental dining. cheeseburger to go. <laughs> like simply a great cheeseburger, I think is like the other like the text underneath. No, it maybe. no, it's actually supple- supplemental cheeseburger to go because <laughs> basically it's, uh, it's not a course; it's on the menu, so it's like added supplemental. Yeah, and then she eats it. He bags, he boxes it up for her, and she leaves a ten spot, and she's out. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just like yeah, that's a, you know, and, and you, come on, but although you know what you know what's gonna happen in the end, you know that she's gonna because he's it is kind of leading up to the fact that he kind of like likes her too. Yeah, like, it's this weird like thing where he likes her and he's like you don't belong. He even tells you don't belong her, even though he's trying to be like you're gonna die anyway. You know that he's like eh, you know you gotta I'm gonna let you live. Well, is the is the analogy or the parallel that they're both they're really both prostitutes? Right. That I mean, that, you think so? That they're both ser- they both oh. service they both service clients. Oh, but I okay. think they I think the parallel is like that they're really both whores. But if you want to go that way, is is an actor is an actor not a whore too? Like, does he not yeah. perform like for the for the masses? Sure. Like, the, sure. I mean, you know, technically, uh, you know, he should he uh, John Leguizamo should argue that like, hey, yeah, we're both people, like, you're, we're both we both service. Am people. I not? Am I not a slave <laughs> to the people? <laughs> You're so right, she you're goes right. in. The, she goes in the boat and starts it up, which I'm not sure how she starts it up and drives it away. But she starts yeah. it up and drives it away, and then we get to the last dessert course, uh, the s'mores. S'mores. Like this is like I had to make a speech. Is funny. Like this is like the worst. Like of like of <laughs> like 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 a, like graham crackers, like chocolate, <laughs> like marshmallows, like the worst. Yeah, like like of mashing. Come on, a sport isn't that bad. I'm like, wait a minute, it's not that bad. Come yeah, on. but there's nothing finesse about it. It's, it's like nothing sweet, sweet, it's basic. Sweet. It's a basic sweet uh, camping thing. Come on. Well, he even says like it's a comfort food, even though it's like chocolate, like like illegally harvested, like. Uh, <laughs> 
man. It's pretty. You're right. So you're right. The scene reminded me of like what was what, what did you say? Midsummer, Midsummer, Midsummer. But it also reminded me of another of the movie of uh, Tusk. It reminded me it had that little Tusk that. sensation to it, which is the which is the um, what's that one guy? The one guy, one director we can't stand, um, or I can't stand his name. Um, uh, what's that guy? The the clerk's guy. The um. Uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin Smith's uh, Tusk. It has like that weird, like, like, like I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna dress you up, and it's gonna have this weird ending to it. Is that Daniel Radcliffe? No, that's Horn. No. Yeah, no, you're thinking it's a one. It's so a, that's Corn's yeah, same thing. It, it, yeah, no, it's that one guy from uh, that's that was in Jeepers Creepers, but we saw him in a movie recently, and I go, oh, it's a Jeepers Creepers guy, and I kept saying that. He was in. He was in the oh, movie. Oh yeah, he, he was in uh, in uh, the movie in the basement with the woman oh, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, naked yeah. woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. That, it's what like, was oh, that? Uh, um, the heck was that? He's called? a he's a he's barbarian. the apple guy. He's the apple guy. Yeah, barbarian. <laughs> the apple the apple guy. The apple guy. Yeah, barbarian. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Justin Long. There you go. Oh, oh. Yeah. no idea what his name is. Uh, so they so we do the s'mores and they're all they they put the uh, the uh, like the necklace of marshmallows and the <laughs> chocolate hat. It's great, and they all kind of accept it. It's it's funny yeah. though. It's well, funny though. Because, well, one of the, because one of the last he, things you see is literally a scene from one of my favorite books. What a book that you hate. It's literally the final scene, and it's like I love you. Big brother, but it's I love you, chef. Uh, it's that one. It's that uh, one guy. It's like I love you, chef. It's literally I love you, big brother. You know, it, it's one thing that's it, you know people say like, hey, okay, why didn't they just why didn't they just like rush them? And oh, yeah, and yeah. and chef even says at one point, you guys could have just you know. I tell you, you, you I, I mentioned says you, yeah. you guys could have just take us like like you didn't fight back. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I imagine that. I mean, because like literally, like nobody, like none of the guards are armed. They're just like standing there. Yeah. They could have they, they do show that one part where the guy, the one guy, the one guy says, "I love you, I love you, chef." He grabs the thing and tries to break the glass. You see that it's like a plexi and he can't break oh, yeah. it. Yeah. But if they all do and they're all fighting them, you know, I mean, you're literally going after the knives and grabbing them and start stabbing around. But nobody, you're right, nobody does that. They all go their own ways and they're running in the in the into the uh, an actual an island that's what how many acres is this island? I think it's twelve acres uh, uh big, the island itself. Let's see, what do I have for the because uh, the island's actually it's, it's not that small of an island. So they could have they could have gone further out and hid. Perhaps. Yeah, they could have. Oh, yeah, it's it's twelve acres of forest and pasture. So literally, it's literally like paintball. You can go out there and just hide there, you know, unless somebody has like night vision or something. Well, know. the the one guy, the one guy does say when the the one part where John like was almost character goes to the three finance guys and he says, "Hey, we got to do something. Yeah. We can get knives." And then the one guy says, "Like, you think our knife skills are anything any match for their oh, yeah, knife yeah, skills?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, yeah. pretty funny. It's, it's a funny comment. That is, that is funny, but still, though, like, so, like, you're right. It's a funny line, but it's like, I'm like, dude, we're gonna die. I'm like, it yeah. doesn't matter. I'm gonna, I need to grab something and start stabbing. Come on. And so the midsummer thing is we're out that everyone burns, and then we go back to Margo and the boat, uh, and then she yeah. picks out that cheeseburger, and it, and again, like, it has like whole, a note on there too. Like, oh, the menu it has a menu on. Yeah, she wipes it. So this is the the big commentary, right? She takes the the menu of this pretentiousness, and then she wipes her mouth with it. Yeah. Like, like so, I I enjoy that. I like that. I like. Yeah, that. and she's like still the eating the cheeseburger, and it's like yeah. it's like the, like the like, oh your menu like f that. Yeah, I want a cheeseburger for dinner tonight now. Yeah. Uh, I, I I I, you know, it's funny because we're talking about it. It sounds like you enjoyed it. Well, you want to well, well, recant? No, you want to recant? <laughs> whenever, not whenever I review something, I'm not going to be like, oh, like you know, like even though I will say like I don't get this thing, I don't understand this, I'm not going to be like, oh, it's like you know, it's like, oh my god, 
you know, it's like, to me, it was just like, you know, I, I would, I feel like I liked the concept. I just didn't like the fi- the finality and the execution of it. Okay. I enjoyed it. I saw it twice. I'd probably be more than happy to watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I like the, you know, again, I like food. I like cooking. Oh I yeah. Like yeah absolutely. Nice yeah, restaurants. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think for me, it had more of a uh, a meaning meaning to it because of all the background of watching all this stuff and cooking and stuff. So right. I think I, I definitely understand the pretentiousness of, you know, I've been to a restaurant where I paid, you know, three fifty for a dinner oh, for two. Boy. Oh, boy. And so I, I've had, you know, I've been I need to bread. Some, Give me some bread. <laughs> you know, and, and it, it's, it's a, you know, it's an experience. It's food that, you know, you probably couldn't make at home. Although I always right. say like, Hey, my, my, here's my rule of thumb. If I can make it at home, I would like to make it at home. And I do make some for fairly, uh, 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 difficult dishes at home. And then you go to some restaurants are like, yeah, I could never make that at home. Oh, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I'm willing to pay a hundred, 200 bucks for a meal because I can't duplicate that at home. So I have yeah, to go yeah. out and uh, and pay for it. I I enjoyed it. I'd watch it again. I hope I hope Trunchbull wins the uh, Golden Globe. <laughs> see, but see, seeing him in this role as chef, definitely think I think he would have been an amazing Trunchbull um, in uh, Matilda. I, I, I can see it. Yeah. it. yeah, I can see it. Oh, I gotta it, take a break. I got I got I am I'm I'm gonna explode over here. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> okay, let me I pause. I'm sure edit it out. All righty. Do we have another pour before uh, Elvis? Yeah, absolutely. Elvis should go quick. <laughs> I like the opposite. I'm like, hey, what are you talking about? Very quick. What, what, you, what you talking about? <laughs> what do you got over there? Uh, it, it's got to be. We got to do one stout at least. Well, we only. Have, I think we only have one stout. We have the uh, the uh, yeah, shocking more brewing. Shockingly, I was like, wait a minute. like, wait a minute. Where you like, stout- where's the uh, bar- the bourbon barrel aged stuff? You statted yourself out uh, last week. Did like I did? Yeah, I said what I said. Whatever we didn't do uh, last week, we do this week. So you 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 stout uh, forwarded uh, your. Uh... There was a few stouts on there on those in those pictures that I saw that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a foe, I think, in there somewhere. Yeah, there was a foe. There was a uh, was that one ca- space cake? I think the uh, the common space. Oh, one. that's right. Forgot. All right, so I got the henna. Yeah, one of my favorite series, I got to say. This is more Brewing Company. It's also a black can, which is cool. I believe they're in uh, Chicago, Villa Park, Illinois, Huntley, Illinois. Uh, this is Henna, the S'more Edition, Graham Cracker, Chocolate, and Vanilla Imperial Stout. No, I love, love, the, love the can. It's like, it's like how, how do you get a black can? How is that possible? It's a label, or oh, you mean the top, the top of it? The black, actual can. Yeah. Oh, it's the top part that's uh, that's black. No, or is it the can? no, it's all of it. But I think the 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 it's a sticker. No, you're right. No, it's a can. It has to be because like it's the top part. So. No, there's a, no the can's black, but there's also a sticker that's black oh, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see the seam? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Because the bottom's actually a silver. Oh, is it really? Yeah. So basically, they yeah the, the top part's like a it's like a faux black uh, like top part the the popping area. Okay. So this is not barrel aged. No. All right. Here we go. Cheers. Rosette. Wow. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this series. 
Oh yeah, fourteen percent too. Wow, sweet, chewy. That does bring up the question: Can you imagine the barrel aid version? Oh shoot! Yeah. Do they do barrel aid versions of this? I uh, I, I assume they do. I mean, you know, if you don't, everybody does that. Come on. Hmm. Oh, by the way, I I have bottles of. Uh, oh shoot. Did I leave a bottle of that in the freezer? I hope I didn't. It probably pop. Uh, I have bottles of the uh, new beer. Uh, oh, I get it. So I bottled that uh, winter ale. Oh. Um, that should be ready for next week's uh, episode. Uh, Bella's working on the label. I'm doing. I'm doing a, a Bard's Tale uh, oh. label for this. Oh, so, sort of Bard's Tale. So oh, I was gonna so say the, like the original Arbrick, which which I still I still have the Commod Commodore sixty four like artwork for that. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a a derivative of that. It's so this is uh so this is a winter ale, which I'm the name of the beer is called a winter's tale. Oh, I get you. And it's gonna be I told her to well, let's see how it plays out. So the in the bar tale one that like the bard sitting around a fire indoors exactly. telling the story. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be something similar to that, but I wanted a horror theme. So huh? I think I, I think I told her to move it outside. And there's a creature staring at this. It's a POV of a creature staring at them at that scene. Okay. It's, it's a similar, it's a similar setup with a, with like a little bit of a horror element to it. Okay. So let's see how that uh, label comes out. And then we should have uh, bottles of that. So, so, so I, you know, I got kind of, uh, I, I always get annoyed with adding adjuncts to beers because I'm not very good at it. And I'm trying to figure out, and I talked to you, uh, James about this uh, when I interviewed him. At what point do you add the adjunct to get the like the optimal adjunct flavor to it? And so for this one, the winter ale, I added nutmeg, uh, cinnamon, vanilla, and ginger, basically the pumpkin spices, uh, during the fermenter. And so prior to bottling, I wasn't I, I didn't didn't have enough of the spices to it. So I said, Hey, I'm going to just add it directly to the bottle. Once I've, uh, once I've bought one, one, as I'm starting the bottling process, I'm going to add it to the bottle itself. So okay. if you don't get spices in this, I give up on the adjuncts. Yeah. The other weird thing about that too, is you can have too much spice and that could be, you know, that's the other problem. Well, no, but, but so remember though, if it has too much spice, then just let it sit and it'll, 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 it'll fade out. The ad, you know, if you let it sit for six months and guess what? The adjuncts are going to, are going to diminish. True, but yeah, I ain't going to wait that long. Come on. Get it. <laughs> come on. Come on. It's going right down, you know. I'm a, I'll just, I just won't give it to you until it's ready then. How about that? Like, you, you <laughs> like have to next Christmas, <laughs> like a year old, <laughs> like a year old. Like, this is last year's version. So when I when I added the adjuncts to the bottling bucket for this one, then you they definitely had the spices to it. So this one for sure, I, I guarantee you, will be better than the last uh, the the November Spawn the Pumpkin uh, beer. Okay, all right, we'll see. I'll be the I'll be the judge. I'll be the <laughs> ultimate judge. I'm gonna blind I'm gonna blind taste test you. Put in a jar against, with against what? Beer. Against what? Though? Oh, okay. Something else. Something, something else. Like uh, what would you compare it to? Like if you could compare uh, it to like a mainstream one that we've had before. Um, pumpkin. Oh, as a, from a pumpkin. Oh, I thought you're talking about the, the winter one that you made. Well, I mean, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's an ale spiced with pumpkin spices. So, mm. I'm right. not calling it. A, I'm not calling it a pumpkin beer because I think it's a cheek. Since uh, November spawned the pumpkin had had tons of pumpkin right. puree in it. Right. But do, do we know that pumpkin pumpkin has pumpkin in it? You know how? Oh no! You know how the, well, they say it does. They they well, say it. Does. 
Well, you know, some beers that are advertised as pumpkin ales don't have pumpkin in it. They have the pumpkin spices. Right, right, right. right. So so maybe I can get a hold of a pumpkin spiced uh, beer and compare that to. Yeah, but see, like, this goes back to like the, you know, the first pumpkin ale I ever, I remember having back in the day was Dogfish Head. And I think the whole point of that was like, oh, it had a bunch of the gourd in there. So that's, so that's why, you know, that, be, that became the standard for me. Like you really need to have the gourd in there. Even if the gourd isn't, the gourd's flavorless pretty much, right. but you still got to have it in there. <laughs> I mean, you know, it doesn't, you know, even though it doesn't taste it, it's still like, you still got to have it in there. Maybe next time I do a pumpkin beer for next fall, maybe I'll roast the pumpkin because then at least you'll get that roasted flavor from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And not just like the puree. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I'll try something a little bit different next time. But for now, uh, we got the uh, pumpkin spi- spices that I'm calling a, a winter ale. Okay. Should be ready to go in a week. And then I got to figure out what my next, I think the next beer is going to be a adjuncted, a fruit adjuncted Saison maybe. Interesting. Okay. So I want to play with that tamarind a little bit. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like the, like the durian durian flavored. Uh... I, I want that too. I was talking to James about the uh, to adjuncting with the durian, perhaps. I'm watching one of the streamers I watch on Twitch. He's in uh, Thailand right now, and he and he's he's trying various durian durian things. It, it's pretty funny seeing the reaction. Is it gross or no? Apparently, he must like it because he's still he's eating it, and it looks it's a weird looking fruit too. Yeah, like when he yeah. slice it. And he's eating it. It looks like a marshmallow, kind of like the way yeah, it has like, like the so- pod, like the gooey pods. Yeah, it's got like a gooeyness, but it's also got that weird yeah. like intersection thing. It's yeah. it's just a weird looking thing. It looks almost like looks like an organ too, like a human organ. Yeah, it's it's very bizarre. But I, but he, apparently he keeps eating it and he likes it. So I don't know. Well, here's the thing with it. The thing is that it smells bad, but it's supposed right. to taste good. Right, right. So it's kind of like that. Like your senses are like confused. Yeah, yeah. It's and I and I I, I equate this to the whole uh, uh, situation with the uh, what's a what's a, what's the one Mexican spice that we uh, the cilantro where uh-huh. some people some people can take it and some people can't take it. It winds up being like a tasting like soap or whatnot. I thought you were gonna say like the papaya. Well, I don't know about that. Or the guava. Well, see, you know, I, of course, I, I believe that the cilantro is a is a gosh, what's it called? Uh, like a certain people have like a genetic code yeah. that, can, that tastes different. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to put off Elvis, but I guess uh, I can I can put it off no, no longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I call this, uh, and I called the uh, what's the guy Austin Butler is is I don't even Will know we- is Will Wheaton playing. Uh, Playing she, Elvis. Well, we wish he wishes he looked like this dude. <laughs> this dude, this dude is good looking. I mean, he's. I mean, I mean, nobody's ever gonna be as nobody's ever gonna be as good looking as Elvis. But this guy's pretty. This guy's pretty good looking. Wow. All right. Yeah, so, to be so nominated. Budget on this eighty five million, which is which is to me is a lot. That's that's a lot. But it made two hundred eighty six million, which is Jesus. a box office smash. But that I'm not really sure how that happened. But okay. So here's a question I have, and I I need to ask around. We know who Elvis is because we grew up right. during that time. Do right. the younger kids know who Elvis is? I think so because you can watch any movie nowadays and there's going to be an Elvis song on it. What? Elvis is Elvis songs are in every movie, what? including musicals, Disney what? movies. Uh, gosh, nah. what was I watching? Um, Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, it's like it's in Lilo and Stitch. Like, but that's an old. That's an old Disney movie it, though. It, that's not it, a recent. It Disney doesn't movie. matter. It's like what? he Elvis is in every. It's he's a part yeah. of like your like the culture. He's in every. Is he oh, yeah. is he still pop culture though? 
Absolutely. No, I think Absolutely. you're jaded. I think you're jaded. There's a reason why he's still the number one uh, uh, solo performer of all time. American isn't solo Garth, performer. Isn't Garth Brooks? Uh... No, I think uh, Michael Jackson, I think, is number one overall, but I think he's considered like a band. So I think he's like number one. But Elvis Brooks is like, like Al- the greatest selling uh, solo. I think it's like Elvis time. and Michael Jackson are like huh. the are top. But you know, those guys generate like millions every year po- posthumously. Uh, okay, let's get started with this st- stuff here. For, I mean, overall impressions. You enjoyed this movie, yes or no? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I did enjoy it. But now give you, 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 you a caveat. You did. I did. I did enjoy this movie, <laughs> okay. and I'm going to give you a caveat. The first probably an hour or so of the movie, I didn't. I was kind of like, yeah, it's kind of kind of boring and slow and stuff like that. But it's not to like the final part, like the the the, the sixty eight comeback Vegas, special, like the Vegas sixty eight <laughs> comeback special. It becomes the Albus that I, you know, and you know I me. Mean, I've said this many times yeah. before. There's certain Albus that I love, which is weird because I had many rockabilly friends back in the day, and they love that old Albus, you know, the, that Morrissey looking, the uh, you know, the the pompadour, the beautiful looking, you know, dude. And in what part? He even he's even wearing that see through black shirt. I'm like, wait, yeah, what? Like, Morrissey like totally ripped off Albus from back. In the oh day. yeah, yeah. But then I get the yeah, it's like but then we get that sixty eight the and on it's like wow this is like the Elvis that I like that civil rights Elvis those, those songs are just like those songs are like soul crushing I love that stuff. Um, did you uh, have you seen any have you seen a lot of Elvis movies? Because that's the uh, kind of I have, but I, but like but as a movie does show you, the movies are pretty much throwaway. And you and they're just musicals. It's basically musical vehicles for Elvis, like Viva Las Vegas, Blue Hawaii. The uh, you know, they're just throwaways. It basically just paired him up with a with a good looking actress, uh, Anne Margaret. I think she was like yeah. the, they show us a record for most movies made with him. The beautiful, the beautiful, beautiful voluptuous, oh, no, I, yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. But you come on, it's like yeah, but those are just throwaway stuff. And, and the movie does, you know, this movie does show you that he. I want to be a serious. I want to be a serious actor. So like, like that last scene though is really good with the. Like oh yeah, you're gonna make a comeback with the uh, with the stars born man. I'm, yeah, I, I think about that. I'm like, yeah. oh man, had that happened, yeah. that would have been oh. Because man, I, I imagine I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever seen the uh, the, the oh, Chris Christopherson version. Wow. Other than other than hearing the song, I don't think I've ever. But if Elvis would have done that, yeah, and holy crap, that would have been like yeah. I I had no idea that was a, a possibility. Yeah, yeah. And then when you say like Barbara Streisand, and then like Elvis is like, yeah, but then yeah, yeah. like Bar- Babs when you get the Colonel, Barbara Streisand the Colonel. It's like, it's like <laughs> I can't do that. Oh, the potential of that is actually pretty pretty. It's amazing. It's amazing. That, right? It's a it's it's funny because even like the, the radio. Washed up singer like does like plays a wash up actor like oh, a, it's, like, it's, it's, it's like wow it's, it's perfect. like perfect it's like perfect it's like it, although I, although I would be you know I wouldn't call Elvis washed up washed up because you know the guy I mean let's be honest here Elvis could be making millions and millions after even the fact I mean nobody will never know because of the way he died so early yeah but I mean you know it does make you wonder what would have happened after. Okay, so we're way ahead of ourselves oh, yeah, here. Yeah. I I did not enjoy the movie. Wow, um, okay, way too long. Oh no, absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. Two hours and twenty, but yeah, it it is super long. The Colonel, uh, did, I, why why? Here's the it, thing that kind of bothers me, and I get the whole thing about like the method acting. The Colonel, the Tom Hanks accent is like annoying, and which and is I get funny. The, I get the Colonel talks like that, probably. I'm assuming, but well, you don't well, have well, to annoy me for two and a half hours with that accent. Well, here's the joke that uh, apparently Priscilla, because I don't know, I don't know the Colonel. As far as I know, like they don't have too much footage of the Colonel. Priscilla really? Presley said that they over that the, he, he didn't talk like that. 
like he like that accident was like way overdone. Like he did he did not. Oh really? Like yeah. So like so that's really a I think it's a construct of the movie. I think maybe because bear in mind that not everything in the movie is a, a fact. You know, it's they they exaggerate certain things. They uh, they change certain things. So not everything's a fact in the movie. So like uh like uh Tom Hanks like I need a Dutch accent because the uh, Colonel yeah. was Dutch like so yeah. like, give me a Dutch accent exactly what? like what but, but was that even Dutch though I'm not even sure what I don't know what the heck I don't know it was horrible yeah I think I it could... was just like yeah it was just him doing like a, I ain't going to do like a... yeah it's like it's like the uh, it's like the uh, the the chemist from like the Muppets <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a very bizarre thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, yeah, Tom Hanks, man, I'm telling you. It's and really, like, this uh, movie's called Alvis, but it really should be called uh, Turn, you know, the Colonel. It should really be called the Colonel because it really is a movie about him, or he's at least he's telling yeah. the story of what he, you know, saw at, from Alvis. Yeah, so we see the, uh, the so I thought I like I like the intro because it has suspicious minds and it has like the Warner Brothers logo, like oh, oh yeah. Alvis uh, jeweled up. Uh, the Snowman's League of America, Colonel Tom Parker. He's he falls down. He's having a medical issue. Uh, and I like the I, I like it where uh, he says like I am the legendary like the voiceover. I am the legendary Colonel Tom Parker. Like what? Oh, yeah. Like you're like legendary. Like why? Yeah. Which would which, which actually go which actually plays into later on like the one of the dial scenes with dialogue with Alvis and Priscilla where he tells him like nobody's ever gonna remember me. Like like I'm just like I'm just a passing fad. And you realize that. <laughs> Man, like he doesn't even realize that in his death he's gonna become like an icon. Uh, we start out with the Vegas stuff, which is interesting because the first thing I notice on that Vegas thing, and they focus on, is that the Starship Enterprise, the Star Trek, uh, the show, which I've, which I that ride I've been on before, it's actually pretty amazing. That Didn't ride. they pulled out? Did they pull out? Yeah, like a while back. Yeah, but I was on it like way back in probably the eighties, maybe. Wow, so uh, I never on a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I think I went down. No, actually, no, no, no. I, I, no, I, I think I haven't been to Vegas since the late nineties. Uh, let's see. The colonel's looks at as the villain, and then it starts jumping time, kind of weird. It's like nineteen ninety seven, then seventy three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely starts off at his death in ninety seven. Colonel Colonel dies in ninety seven. Then he kind of goes back. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> yeah, that's that, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the time does really jump because now in 73, yeah. he's having his fourth great year at the International. Uh, and then we see like this exposition that he's a liar, a cheat, a con man. He's taking oh, 50% yeah. of Alvis's money because he's, he, he's basically, addiction. he's a carny. He's a carny guy. He's a carny. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've all, and kind of like carny's like, you know, it's like, what's what's a word? Like synonymous with like being like a thief, cheat, a scammer, like a, scammer a scammer, yeah. Grifter. A grifter, yeah. Uh, let's see. They say he's responsible for the death of Elvis, and then we see Elvis like right immediately in your with your song, the American Trilogy um, mm -hmm. song. Mm -hmm. And then there's this, there's this weird things with like the thing that started annoying me is like then it started getting very kind of I'm trying to think of the word maybe glitzy because we do all it has all these animated oh sequences well, well, well you're right screen you're, stuff. No, no, no. Well, which is kind of weird because and there's actually a scene that kind of like points out like the whole it's very stylistic comic I would say it's comic oh, it's basically yeah. a comic it winds up becoming a comic book literally they, they do show the Captain Marvel with the panels yeah. and, and the whole taking care of business and he's and there's a reason why he has that lightning bolt <laughs> so but you're right though the movie is done like creep show it's literally a comic yeah. book 
Yeah. Yeah. A little, little over the top. No, for no, me. You, no, you're right. It's, it's very hard to watch for a long time. And I, and I mentioned this before in one of the other movies we were watching where it's really hard to watch for long periods of time because I don't know. For me now, it gives me like a headache watching these like really bright, you know, when they split up and like the, it's like film, like yeah. this weird way. Yeah. In a title sequence, the title cards are floating across screen. Exactly. And it's exactly. anime. It's all too much. It's too much uh, show. And I guess I agree. it's like, I agree. The parallel of like the Alba's Vegas experience, maybe I guess. No, I mean to me, to me, it's basically a film like a comic book. It's which is to me, it's it's the way it's edited yeah. and it's all. It's like you're right. The titles are floating in. The cars will walk by the you know, float by the title. It's like it's done like as a comic book. It's a comic book. What? <laughs> uh, let's see. Carnival Act. Uh, Texarkana, 1955. Uh, so he's working. So then uh, he talks about uh, Alvis's childhood. And again, we see it as an animated comic book. Right. Captain Marvel Jr. He's a big fan of that. But Jack, which, which is actually kind of weird because it does explain. And I didn't look this up to see if this is the actual reason why Alvis adopts the lightning bolt and the, with, the, with the TCB. <laughs> it, 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 but but he's got that giant like thing on like wearing it like on his. But it, it does. It's funny. So, you know. The TCB, which I believe he stole from Aretha Franklin, is that is that that? I think the... it is. I mean, yeah, which 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 would make sense, you know? I mean, I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. That he's a huge fan of African American, uh, exactly. Music. So gospel, you know, gospel, gospel, soul, R and B, R&B, everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, they they, and they explained it in the comic book where like the mom had to move into like a lower income area oh, yeah. that yeah, was yeah. primarily African American. Oh, yeah. So yeah. that was the, the demographic he grew up with. Right. And we do see his childhood where he's, he's, and actually it's a pretty good scene because we see him looking at the, the, like the jazz club. I think it's like a, like, or it's like a room where the guys spend the guitar oh, yeah. and they're dancing but it, like but sultry. But it's like really suggestive and it's like, yeah, it's like, he's like getting into, he's like, wow, yeah. like, man, like, like, like I yeah, gotta, I gotta do that. And well, then we see that juxtaposed with him being in that church scene. In the church. Yeah. And then, he, yeah. then he, which is funny because like he has the, uh, and it, it, there's that one scene where it's like, no, no, like, 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 get him out of here. No, no, he's he's being touched by the spirit, and it's like the, the Holy Ghost, like Holy, Holy Ghost spirit, Ghost, like the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's like, like, it's a, it's, like, a, it's a good parallel. It's a good juxtaposition of like is. how he, you know, you see both of his his influences. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. which is a good touch. Uh, let's see, House of Attorney, 1947, uh, 1954. He's recorded. He recorded a record. I guess he re, he's able to record a record through like a the, mom Sam and Phillips. pop shop. Is yeah, Sam Phillips, which, 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 oddly enough, Sam Phillips will be one of his last, like, like remaining friends at the end. So Sam, huh. yeah, Sam, Sam Phillips was actually he was there in the beginning, and he actually wound up being there at the end. Yeah, and, and they're saying like there's something about this boy that like you know they believe in. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, the Colonel sees Alice perform. So here's a way <laughs> I have a comment. They definitely, they definitely <laughs> changed certain things because I had to look this up too. The way, the way that he's introduced to us. To the the colonel, they uh -huh. they definitely changed that in the movie as as compared to real life. Okay, because he's performing at a show that that the colonel's guy is performing at, right? And right. it's just kind of coincidence. I think that the Elvis is kind of like opening for this yeah. guy. Yeah. Well, initially, if you remember in the at the carnival, the Hank Snow, yeah, who was who was a massive, a huge country singer, Canadian, country really during carnival during carnivals. Yeah, well, because he, I think he hooks he hooks up with uh, with the with the colonel, but he was and he actually wound up becoming probably bigger after. But the movie makes him look like an a hole. But he had he had a son in the movie. They show the son bringing the forty five, but then he's like he's like oh like you gotta listen. This is like the new hottest thing. But really, it was Hank Snow was the one that said hey you gotta listen you gotta listen to this kid. 
you know, you gotta, and you got to bring up up on stage. So Hank Snow was the one that actually introduced it, introduced Elvis. And so in the movie, they make him look like a, like, oh, like, yeah, I'm like a Bible guy. And this guy don't want to be yeah. playing. Oddly enough, the son would become a, an evangelist, not the father. Huh. The son would be the one that would, would be the, be the, in the movie, they kind of combine the character, I guess the son and, and the father. But Hank Snow is not the, he's really the one that discovered, uh, I'm going to say discovered, introduced Elvis and propped him into into the position that he was. And then later on, Parker told Snow to, uh, you know, you got you to hit the road. I need to, to focus on Elvis now. And you recognize the son, the actor, right? You know what? I, I didn't recognize him. No. You nope. did not? No, I, I did not. No. That's that Cody, let me see, Cody Smith McPhee. He was the son, he was the, 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 the son in, uh, in uh, Power of the Dog. Oh, because he's real the, thin. The too. murderer, the murderer, the yeah, murderer. He's kid. real thin. Yeah, oh, and tall and thin oh. and kind of odd looking. Tall, very lanky kid. Yeah. 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 yeah I didn't uh, recognize him. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense. It's funny because he's right. And, it, it's, and he's still wearing like a, like a sort of cowboy, <laughs> the cowboy typecasted. Yeah. yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> we find out he winds up becoming like a, like an evangelist, like in life. Like he, he doesn't follow, unlike the movie, we're like, like, I, like, I love you. I have someone to follow you. Like, no, he becomes, he becomes an evangelist. Yeah, so we see Elvis perform at this uh, concert hall, oh, and yeah. uh, everyone's kind of goofing on him. He's wearing the pink suit. He yeah, that gaudy, gaudy pink uh, rockabilly looking outfit. I mean, was, was that is that rockabilly? And he's looking really good and quote unquote fly, as you would as we would say <laughs> back in the nineties. <laughs> like he looks, he looked. I mean, come on, he definitely stands out for the norm. Yeah, he had the eyeshadow. Did, did Elvis oh, yeah. wear makeup? That is true. Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't yes, remember everything Elvis wearing like eyeshadow. He did. he did. Yeah, he did. And I want to say this is probably like a product of his mother, I think. Like, cause you know, Elvis oh, there's really some weird, mother. there's some weird stuff. Yeah, going on with yeah, the I mom. know exactly what you're gonna say, but yeah, but like Elvis a, loved, Elvis loved his mother. Now, if you want to go like Oedip, Oedipus complex, yeah, sexual, stuff, incestuous, yeah, that that that's that's you know that's for psychologists to figure out. But he definitely <laughs> loved his mom, and it, it highly influenced by his mom, as opposed to his dad, who was kind of like a kind of like in the you know, as you see in the movie, kind of like a jackass. Yeah. Well, well, it, so I don't know the relationship with the mom. In real life, or like the the the, right. the uh, I'm sure the uh, biographies that are out, but right. in this film, they definitely have an. There's Oedipal, definitely several scenes that do give like on. a like an Oedipus uh, type. Uh, yeah, because she's jealous of the girls, and yeah. uh, and he's but like, she up, but she also does push it too, though she does. But she also does push it like, hey, Al, hey he's not doing anything wrong. Like he's just gyrating. But you're right. I guess it is kind of like a weird thing. She's just gyrating. Like he does. Okay. He does that with me all the time. Like it's okay. Like it's okay. It's normal. It's normal, guys. It's, it's normal. <laughs> so, yeah. So Elvis is performing around stage with this peak suit with the with the eyeshadow on, and all the girls. So they start goofing on him. But oh, then once yeah. he starts rocking out, the girls are oh, swooning over yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, yeah but like, the one I, thing. I think my 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 note is like Elvis's raw sexuality starts to inflame the passion of the women wow. and enrage the men and possibly nice. inflame the passion of the men. <laughs> that's a, that, that's eloquent, man. That's that, that might be one of the most eloquent things you've you've said in the show. Like, uh, what? No, nice. it's like, did you write on, that? Like, You're is that a quote? You're, I wrote that. No, no, well, no, because it's, nice. come on, that's what it, come on, that's what's happening nice. in this thing. Like everybody, like literally, everybody's like having this orgasmatic moment. Yes. They're just watching him. Like you realize this is the birth of a. Of, of oh, well, what's going on here? This is like nine, you know, the fifties, and this is like you're, you're watching this guy, and he's like doing these, or you know, these, and he's doing, and he is doing those thrusting. Those he's movies. thrusting. Oh like, yeah, that is very. Come on, nobody's done that before. I mean, well, well, 
no white guys, no white kids in the before. Yeah. yeah, of course. You know, we, we see that the African Americans have been doing this for like for ages, but he's the first white guy to bring out. They're like, oh my, what's going on? And the and the, the young teenagers, the feed, the girls are just going crazy on this. Well, and that's one of the like the social kind of uh, comments throughout the movie. Like he he's he's bringing these kind of African American concepts to right. white music, and therefore right, right. we're going to blow this stuff. Absolutely, yeah. The one the one thing I was missing in this the scene though, and I it's in my notes. Like, where's the armadillo? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know that's you know that's that, 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 that's an interesting we, question. We have a bunch of crotch shots in this. Elvis wears Elvis wears those seventies outfits. I don't know if that was ever like a big concern for Elvis, like because he does wear those pretty pretty darn tight. Uh, those you know you know that one piece leisure suit that he wears. Yeah, I figure I figure there would have been like an armadillo that, that the women are, or are even that sixteen over. special leather outfit that he wears. That's like that thing is like that's that's pretty darn tight. So. Yeah, where's the? I was like, I, my my note is like, where's the armadillo? Like the women are swooning. Like where's like the? Yeah, where's the? It didn't uh, matter. It didn't matter. Uh, if you were in that stage and he, Elvis is there performing, mm. you're seeing, you're looking at it. It's massive. It's like, oh my god! It's like, like I need that. I need it. Uh, let's see. Beale Street. Uh, we see Elvis oh, yeah, hanging Beale Street. around with uh with uh oh, This might be the one spot. This is like one of my sore, sore spots. I mean, I mean, obviously there's 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 a few of them, but you know, and when we reviewed the uh the actual soundtrack of this, yes, and, and oh, we were, yeah. I was wondering how they were going to integrate the songs that have nothing to do with Elvis. That basically they got modern artists to do these songs. Mm-hmm. And it's like this is the first one that really stands out as being really out of place and bad. Is that Doja Cat song? Yeah. And it's and it's like it's and she's talking about Vegas. And it's like, wait a minute. If I'm gonna use this song, if I really need to do it, I would put it in the later years, but nope, it's here in Beale Street. <laughs> I'm like, it makes no sense whatsoever. Albeit it's it is kind of short, but still it has n- no business being in that scene. Uh, let's see, Mama and this incestuous relationship on the road with the Colonel, and then there's a there's a possibly like the metaphorical symbolic scene of him in the the House of Mirrors where he's oh, yeah. lost, and like the Colonel's the one who quote unquote saves him from that uh, that thing, which is you know obviously a, a metaphor. What was I telling you that that this reminds me of the Emperor and like a, like yeah a, like and it's like the, he's the Emperor. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's see. Then the Colonel signs Elvis on that fair, Ferris wheel. Oh yeah. Very stylized. You know, you know, this movie kind of reminded me too, a movie that I can't stand, but an actor that you love the, uh, what's that movie called? Moulin Rouge. It kind oh, of reminds yeah. me of that where it's filmed like real, like sporadic. Same director. And... Same director. We no. talked about that. Yeah. That is boss, really? isn't that Boz Lerman? Yeah. Oh, same, gosh. Same I have no record. idea. See, I, I don't see, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who the guy is, but it yeah, definitely has that same, like over the top, like, sporadic like you know the songs are kind of flaring out yeah we talked about this uh oh, last yeah, time I, I, yeah you, you, you forgot oh yeah I, I too many beers um yeah no uh, boz lerman has directed elvis the great gatsby romeo and juliet Moulin rouge oh yeah definitely imagine ballroom australia are the big okay. ones Wait, you yeah, said so you get you, the great gatsby with the with the with the caprio really oh okay yeah, so and I'm not a, not a fan of the novel. I don't know if I've seen the the. Uh, well, it's got that one novel. famous scene with Leonardo with the with the glass, and he's like, and he's he's dancing. No, he's no, not I'm, dancing. No, it's I'm, like it's like like cheers. It's like oh cheer. yeah, I'm thinking of uh, the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh okay, with the Shane and uh, Jonah Hill, which I didn't care oh, for that one either. Man. 
yeah, so definitely, it, it, you, and you're right. The stylized uh, vision of this elements of this film definitely mirror uh, Moulin Rouge. Oh yeah, very much so. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. So the dad's involved in it too, and that's how the colonel gets Elvis. Like, we're, yeah, we're gonna make your dad like like Elvis Enterprises or whatever, and and yeah. your dad's gonna be like the manager or the owner or whatever. Uh, Elvis is getting rich. Montage movie. Do deal. they mention that the colonel is getting fifty percent this time, or he's, they don't mention that till like later on? I think at the very end. Uh, they mention at the very beginning when the colonel, uh, I guess, dies or he's ill. And oh, then they so mention at the end. Oh, they, they yeah, I know the they mention at the end, like when the uh, when the credits, when the t- when the thing pops up, that he's like basically he was stealing money. But now here's the other weird thing: is a little side note where where apparently Elvis told Priscilla that like 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 uh, I had I had no problem giving the colonel fifty percent. So it's like apparently Elvis didn't didn't care about that. Didn't know any better. Which is crazy. It was like fifty. Well, like, what is it like? What does the man? What does the manager normally get? Like 50, ten to fifteen percent. Yeah, that's fifty yeah. percent, man. You're making a million. He's getting five hundred thousand. Damn. Yeah. So like, so like, much like you normally do on this film, I started. I went down the rabbit hole of the Colonel. Oh yeah. And oh, so yeah. one of the things that they talk about in this movie later on is that Elvis never has never done a world tour. Oh yeah. And, yeah. And so part of the reasons that they speculate that he never did a world tour, besides the fact that uh that the colonel wasn't an he American, was an American citizen and he had no, he he had no passport. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't get a passport. <laughs> yeah. The other part they were saying that if Elvis were to sign another worldwide contract that he that people would point out to him that his contract with the colonel was ridiculous. Oh. So Elvis assumed that fifty percent might have been normal. Exactly. But had he done the worldwide tour, had to sign a contract with those other produced with those other um um uh, uh, promotion guys. But, but here's the other weird thing, and and they do kind of allude this to allude to this in the movie when his crew or the Memphis Mafia are you know are his close friends. When they do mention to him, it's like, hey, the guy's a cheat, he's a thief, this and this and this. But he's he's already like so drugged up that he's like, oh, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's like, so is, is that really is that really what happened? That that people weren't listening to him? He, he was so out of it that like, Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. It, it is kind of weird. You would think that somebody, a friend, would tell him, dude, the guy's getting half of your percentage. Or, or were they just afraid of being like, I don't want to be the guy to tell Elvis and get cut out of my, you know, what, what stuff I'm getting with Elvis. You know, or, So you don't or, want to be that guy. Or how about this? How about like you grew up poor and someone says, Hey, I'm going to give you $5 million, but you're going to give half to your manager, but you're still yeah. going to get $2.5 million. You're like, Oh true. yeah. True. Hey, true. I'm making zero money. Now you're going to give me two and a half million. Very true. Easy. Sign Very me up. True. Colonel, Colonel's doing his job. And when it comes to a certain performance, you know, Alvis, Alvis is, you know, is, you know, he's known for being super generous. In fact, I have a story that happens later on where he's known for being super generous, just with fans in general. You know, you know, oh, oh like, oh, like I, you know, I, I need a car. Oh, next day I, I get a, you get a Cadillac, you know, oh, yeah, piece of my, my jewelry. You're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, the guy was super generous giving his money away, you know, often. So, yeah, you're right, though. Maybe you're right. Maybe he just doesn't realize, oh, yeah, 50% is no big deal. So the one, the one thing that was also big during this uh, time in the movie is that it is, is the Colonel, the original George Lucas with merchandise? <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know, it's funny. The movie does point that out. Like, I was the first to, yeah. to do this. Is this true? I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is because he even mentions like the satellite. I was the first to do the satellite yeah. show. I don't. Yeah. That's yeah. I think that's more of a of a bravado thing. 
so he's so the colonel's basically saying that you know we're going to put Elvis on everything. Oh yeah, and we're, and we're going to sell pillows. We're going to sell this and that. Like everything's going to put him in. I hate Elvis. Like it's like, <laughs> it, which is funny because like you know you know like it's going to be somebody's going to buy the I hate because bear in mind you know I I definitely have been part of like I hate something. Somebody's yeah. got to buy that. Like oh we'll make we'll make money off of that too. <laughs> Uh, so the original George Lucas envisioning like the oh, merch yeah. sales. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Steve Allen show. Uh, oh, so yeah. the, the whole controversy is starting to come up where Elvis is uh, behaving and thrusting uh, Elvis to pelvis and, and uh, and you know, I guess racially uh, inappropriately linked to African-American music. And so the white, the white uh, mass media is like, yeah, we don't want a part of this. So as part of the Steve Allen show, he can't dance the way he's normally dancing. And so I guess as a, I guess they must have footage of this where I guess he's singing hound dog to a dog in a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That, that true? Yeah, that, that's an actual true story. Yeah. And he's like, and he's, he's mad that, uh, cause he thinks they're making fun of him. Basically. Yeah. Albus, Albus is actually quoted as saying like, it's the most ridiculous appearance I ever did. And I regret doing it. Really? Yeah. And, and the movie, the movie does, he goes on about it, like, 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 you know, he, he does show that. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. I, like I hated this. Like, yeah. So that really happened. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely. Yeah. You could actually find the footage on YouTube. So yeah, it's, it's there. We see Elvis with BB King and little Richard. Little Richard's like a, sings like a whole song in this, by the way, which oh, is yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is on the soundtrack. Scene. Which is on the soundtrack. So, uh, Elvis performs at that stadium, and there's like a parallel between him uh, performing in the stadium right. and like a like a political like white like like a kind of like a white supremacist rally. It's a it's well, it's the seg- it's a segregationist rally. Oh, there you go. So yeah, and then he starts off singing that song. I am I'm evil, which is yeah, like, cool. Yeah, like, you're looking cool for evil. Yeah, it's a, a great song. The weird thing about this that doesn't that didn't actually happen like that too. The the little finger waggle thing did happen. He does that in the beginning, but he does he doesn't get he doesn't get arrested during that show. That was actually exaggerated. Uh, he starts doing the gyration. The riot occurs. They get him out of there, and then we yeah then that we, that it, that didn't really happen like that. That was that was that's that's a movie thing. And they basically said, "Hey, uh, you're going to eventually go to jail, so you may as well join the army, which is kind of a weird which uh, didn't happen, which is, which is not which is not true either. That's an, that's that you know that's they're making you think that oh yeah that that didn't happen either. He was like motivated to go to the military to yeah, escape. He was actually, yeah. Well, you do we do find out later that Elvis was a pretty like hard I want to say hardcore, but he was like you know he was, he was a, an American patriot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Priscilla's introduced movies." God, I recognize the actress that plays Priscilla. It's like an Italian actress that was in something that we just saw, another movie. And I can't remember, but I'm like, I recognize her face. And I didn't really think in particular she looks like Priscilla. She may be like the one, like, I'm like, wait a minute. The guy kind of looks like Elvis, but she does not look like Priscilla. Uh, I think he does not look like Elvis, but that's I thought just he did. Me. But get, the other I can remember, they also did use like a kind of like a deep fake thing where they combine his face with Elvis. Did they really? And, and, yeah, no. and, his, and his voice. Well, the voice, the I think, with the voice, I think I know they did, but with yeah, the face yeah. too? I think, I, yeah, I think they do, especially at the end, like when, he, when he's doing the last song and it's like he's got that heavy set look on him. It looks oh, like Elvis. Oh, he looks like well, Elvis. here's the thing at that. So they do transition to the actual Elvis footage too, though. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. No, no. So, well, they, the we, so we see yeah. the Austin Butler with the prosthetic. I'm assuming. Yeah. And yeah. then it, it intersplices, and then we see like the actual Elvis. Oh, yeah, yeah. They footage. they actually use real right. footage of that's Elvis. good. Yeah. That is good. Uh, yeah. I like that. 
uh, Olivia de Jonge. Yeah, we I, we just saw, we saw her in a movie recently. I, I haven't. Oh, no, 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 uh, have. better yeah. watch out. Which I'm assuming uh, is a horror movie you've probably seen. Was it and the visit is a visit the one with the grandparents the the M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, is that's the what we said. The yeah, the, the, vi- no, the visit. I don't think I remember from that though. That, that's that's well, too that's old. Your, those are your choices. The visit. That one, that's that's a little too out. old. Huh. It, it was something toe. more recently. I, I I remember I saw her in something recently. Um, I'm trying to look at like, what are like low budget horror movies that you would. <laughs> no, like no, I like, come on. Uh, no, that's it. Oh, really? Elvis, better watch right out. There. The visit, the society, the staircase, undertow, Josie and Jack, scare campaign, the sisterhood of night. Nothing oh. sounds familiar. That's it. No, no. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure she's the visit. That's that's a little too old. I don't know if I remember <laughs> the, the movie that me and my kids saw in like in five but seconds. We figured like out what's going days. on. <laughs> Like the, yeah, guess what? Not the grandparents. <laughs> the twist, like we figure out the twist, we like two seconds twi- in, and that's what ruined M Night. Like gosh, like they just figured out too early, ruined me. Or what ruined M M Night is thinking he always had a twist because he wanted the twist. Like guess what? Don't do a twist movie ending. And then yeah, but I have to admit though, I see M Night, I want a twist. <laughs> like I want, it. I demand a twist. <laughs> like you know, you pigeonhole yourself in there. I want to see the twist. It's like uh, uh, it's like Alfred Hitchcock. Like I need yeah. to see like the like the twist. Come on. Uh, let's see. Doctor King's assassinated. Um, Bobby Kennedy's ass- assassinated. And then then they start talking about the Christmas special, which how oh, yeah. and I don't know if this is true. And we talked about this previously. Yeah, it, it's how does it, the, the Christmas special become the comeback special? Yeah, it's it's is that true. It's, no, it's it's the movie makes it the movie over exaggerates it and makes it seem like it's the be all end all where the, the like like the Parker's like you got to do this like the Christmas special and it's gonna be that's not that's not he wanted him to do like a Christmas special and but it wasn't a big deal according to like all the stuff I read the movie makes it more like this is what you're gonna do if you don't do it the sponsors are gonna you know you know bail so yeah. they they over exaggerate that. And then the new promoters are like, hey, you need to do the gospel stuff. You need oh, to yeah. do classic stuff. You need to like, you know, your faith. And they basically say the reason why you're failing is because the colonel. And so you can, oh, you, yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to do, you, you can't do like uh, here comes Santa Claus. You got to do, you got to bring what, what people want to see. Yeah. There, there's also that one, one neat scene where he's, he's at the Hollywood sign. It's all, it's all dilapidated. It's falling yeah. apart. Oh, nice. It's like, yeah. So when I came here, it was like the sign was all new and now it's a, this, this is the way, like I feel, like like my career is like. Are we doing that last uh, great notion? Yeah. I guess this is like a Charlie Sheen reference. Is that what that? Oh, Tiger Blood. Oh, is that, is yeah. that, is that, is that a Tiger Charlie Sheen? Blood? Like I got Tiger Blood. <laughs> great notion. Here we go. Uh, wow, Tiger's Blood is a fruited sour. Um, it's a tart ale with strawberry, coconut. Uh, it's eight percent ABV. Dang. A higher AB is that like an imperial sour? Got to be, yeah, definitely. Eight percent. Yeah, you don't get them. Yeah, definitely imperial. Oh, you know what? I gosh, what did you, you give me that can of that Biggie's uh, Bonanza? Oh Man, yeah, I feel like they changed the recipe on that. Or it could be that's not the it's not the five Bs. It's not the lactose one. No, well, so I had to look back to like the, my check-ins for the beer, and I was looking at the pictures. And when I say they change the recipe, I don't mean like the taste wise. I mean like the consistency, the way it looks. The the my first two pictures are kind of thin looking. 
Ah. This last one was, I don't know if you saw the pictures. It looks super thick, almost like huh. melted, melted crayon. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Melted crayon. Wow. Well, like those, those red crayons that we used to use back in elementary like an school. Evil, like, evil, like an evil dead effect. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Sh- yeah. All right, here we go. Cheers. Rose it. Man, that's heavy oh, cooking. Wow. Yeah. It's like yeah, a very wow. I want to say a pina colada, but it's like a strawberry colada. Yeah. Or, right? That's very fruity. Heavy co- are you getting heavy coconut too? Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of coconut. It's like a pina colada, um, but substitute the pineapple with strawberry. Yeah. It's yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I assume that we had I feel like have we not had this before? No, I don't know. Maybe not. I think I might have had it at the Berkeley opening, perhaps. Well, that's very, yeah. It's very strawberry and very coconut. Although, in a sense, the strawberry kind of does hit like a watermelon note to me, too. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I get, get that. that. You know, like, I like definitely get that. An hour later, like, um, I definitely get the watermelon now that you mentioned yeah. that. Um, oh, don't forget to uh, untap Hop to the Gills. I, I oh, just yeah. added it. I just added oh, yeah. it to the uh, untapped. And I did take a picture of it, so I will add that. Yeah. You have, you must give that a minimum four stars uh, what? just for. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, wait a minute. That's like a crony. That's cronyism. Like, oh, that's your. It's your oh, no, show. No, no, no. It's not, it's, no, no. I take that back. It's nepotism. That's nepotism. It's your show's beer. What the heck? You get a five star. Like five. It's a five. Like the the comment. Is there anything higher than five? Like on <laughs> untapped. Like yeah. Like like the actual comment. Like I can just I can just six. <laughs> if 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 a six was uh, was possible, I would give it a six. <laughs> that's funny. Like yeah. No, I just added it. I just added it last night to untap, so there you go. I did take a picture, so I can do that. Uh, and I gave you a six pack, so I'm sure you'll be having some more of that later on tonight. You actually gave me more deal. Well, altogether, I got like a like a, a twelve pack of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely wanted to. Uh, I more beer coming next week with the uh, with the Winter Tale. Nice. Nice. Keep the, it coming. Keep yeah, it coming. featuring the eight bit song. <laughs> uh, also, see. there's also a good line in that Hollywood scene too, where he says, "I don't give a damn what the Colonel thinks." So that, so the so the movie the movie does have this weird like what if what if Elvis had said you know like like a you know had actually told the colonel what if yeah no definitely a different outcome and he tries to and we do have a big scene where he tries to break away from the colonel right multiple right. times but like really seriously one time and then right the colonel has that like I'm here's the bill what you owe me well geez, that's 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 insane. that's true the actual scene that happens like on stage is not is is incorrect but where, the actual where Presley's uh basically firing him yeah that that does happen but it doesn't happen the way in the movie the movie has like who's not which the, bear in mind it's probably one of the best things in the movie but it's like a what if scene where like what if Elvis on stage is like like Colonel like I know we're I know you're an alien and you have me trapped here. Like I'm caught, I'm caught in a trap. It's a really good thing because he's calling him out, but that yeah. didn't happen. In, re- in reality, the only person that known person that he ever called out on stage was the, the Hilton, the actual owner of the, uh, uh. the, the movie shows that the, that he's at the international. Yeah. And apparently Hilton had bought the, the, uh, the, the international, I think in seven, late 71. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and for some reason, it's like a weird side story where, where um, one of the workers at the Hilton had 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 contact with the album, a fan, actual fan, and then the Hilton got word of it, saying, "Hey, you cannot, you can't have any contact with, you know, with our our stars." And he, the person got fired, and Elvis got pissed off, like because, like I said, Elvis was a man of the people. Like, hey, somebody wants to talk right. to me, and one, 
And and so he so when he got on stage, he told Hilton like, "Oh yeah, that guy's that guy right there. He's an you know I, I, I can't you know I'm gonna quote it, but he was he basically called out the Hilton, basically calling him an asshole. So that's that scene where he's calling out Parker's meant for the Hilton. Uh, so yeah. So Elvis has a leather jacket. Oh, the sixty eight sixty eight yeah. comeback special, iconic. Uh, let's see. The also, advert- there was a funny line in there too. I don't know if you. I don't know if you picked up on this. Where Elvis is talking about like uh, like like the music I'm gonna do like 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 I want to do a little of the Beatles and the beards. Did, did, did you pick up on that? Mm-mm. Okay, so he mentions the Beatles and the beards. You know the beards uh, are right. Uh-uh. He's talking about the birds. The, you know the 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 uh, the, what, the. Why do you call them the beards? I, I think that's because the way Elvis is like where it's almost like where I but I do that fanatically fanatically <laughs> doing words. Like, but it's like birds. It's not beards. Yeah, but he's but he's but because he, come on, as an American, we see b i r d so birds. So, but he's like the beards, like it's the beards and the Beatles. <laughs> so, I, so, so I was like, wait a minute, it's funny. So apparently You're laughing. They have that. Yeah, I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh, that's funny. Uh, the advertisers are the ever the sponsors aren't happy with, with right. what he's doing. So they're like, hey, I thought well, this was a Christmas show. Right. And uh, the colonel saying you'll get your Christmas show. So that's a that's a conversation. And then I guess does does Elvis write that dream song for the the this comeback special? I thought the dream song was actually a cover of uh, uh, somebody else's song. No, he's writing something, and then they're like they like they're working on it overnight, and then he plays it, and then like everybody's just like mesmerized on like on the performance of it. I, I thought it was a cover, but I could be wrong about that. Well, he's 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 well, it may very well be, but in the movie, oh, he's yeah. writing it. He's I'm just telling him like I'm not gonna do that. Like I'm gonna do like what I want. I'll, I'll tell you one thing that they they do good because like everything's being set up to be like a Christmas thing. They got the dancers, and then the background you see like if the camera flips around and it's like like doom 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 doom. It's like and he's got that white suit on. He's like walking around, and then you go through that whole montage. Like it's got like all this like oh like 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 bring out the horrors. <laughs> it's like what's 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 going on? Here? Oh yeah, that's pretty funny. It's like. Uh, it- if I Can Dream is a song made famous by Elvis Presley, written by Walter Earl Brown so, yeah. for the uh, for the singer. Oh, so Walter the, Earl Brown. See, so, yeah, yeah, Brown did several. Yeah, and he oh, also okay. one of my yeah Brown did one of my other favorite songs from him. So yeah, that's cool. Uh, uh, so he wrote it for Elvis, and notable for its similarities with Martin Martin Luther King's "I Have a Dream" speech. Oh yeah, the yeah. The song yeah. was published by Elvis Presley's music publishing company, Gladys Music Inc. It was recorded by Presley in 1968, just two months after King's assassination. Yeah. yeah. The recording was first released to the public as the finale of Presley's '68 comeback special. Wow! Wow! So they okay. wrote it for the show. Wow. Yeah, the Brown song, guy had to, has song. one of my other. I can't. Gosh, I'm trying. I have, to, I have to pull it up. Like the other song that he did, and he covered one of his. Oh, he probably covered several. I mean, I gotta remember, Elvis covered a lot of songs. So, yeah, no, great, great song. song, great song. Pull, uh, obviously, the movie makes it like it's he's pulling it like out of his butt. Like it's like yeah. oh, it's like I'm doing the old switcheroo here. It, it, it's it's great, but I you know I got a feeling that there was more uh, cooperation when they when they were doing this. Well, they're, and they're all blow, and they're all blown away when, oh, when he does it. Even yeah, the yeah. colonel's like, "Oh, wow, this is like, uh, this is because it it does have kind of a Christmassy feel to it too, right? It's about it's like it's kind of like a it's like the uh, it's like the New Year's Eve song. Yeah, I mean, like the, a, <laughs> the movie wants him to do like you know, like you know, the actual Christmas songs, like yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, you gotta wear the, the sweater. The comeback shows a hit. Uh, the colonel, we see him gambling a bunch. Elvis is at the International, and so so the the Colonel's trying to make a deal five million year five million dollars for oh, five yeah. years, 
Yeah. And then the colonel says, that's for Elvis. Like, well, yeah, what do I get out of it? What is, like, what do I get? Like, he's literally the emperor, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, And then so the, the offer given to the colonel is all your debts are canceled and you'll have an unlimited line of credit, which means you can like, continue to gamble and you can't power. lose. <laughs> which is funny because literally that's literally, you know, the, we wind up, we realize in 97 that the colonel basically squandered all his money at, in a casino, like just like doing yeah. playing the slots and, which is crazy. Like, how, like, why would you do that? You have all this money. You're at it. Like, shouldn't you just it. invest your money or, you know, something like You're that? You're an addict. I'm just going to spend it. Like, <laughs> uh, Let's see. Worldwide telecast concert. Uh, yeah. Priscilla leaves because Elvis is an infidel. Well, you know that's that's yeah that's that's the other that's one that's a, that's one of those weird things I take that I take umbrage with too that oh I'm you know I mean Elvis is a beautiful guy everybody wants to have sex with El, you know with Elvis everybody does the weird thing about this too is it's not a one sided you know thing you know people assume that Priscilla wasn't messing around too she was messing around too so that's the other thing you know at least from what I read that she was having an affair with Elvis's uh, karate instructor. <laughs> karate. Isn't, yeah. isn't there isn't there a scene in the movie where like a guy comes on stage? Oh and, like, yeah, he just like, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 yeah. First, first he front kicks him, and then he, then he then he goes to pull the derringer out. Like you see him going for the derringer. Is, is it like a teak? That, is it like that, is it like he teaks like, him? He teaks him. Yeah, he teaks him, and then he goes for the derringer. The weird thing that that's an actual true story. That's is that's it really? Actual, that's real. That is very. Real. Wait, and Alvis is going to pull out a gun and shoot. He him? was going to pull out the derringer. Uh, Alvis wore two guns. Like a twenty-two. He wore, he wore no, uh, no, no, no. The derringer's like no. It's a gosh, you know what they don't say. Too. They don't is see what the Derringer is, but he had a forty-five in his in his his belt oh. area, so he wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you, yeah, if you get past the Derringer, I'm gonna pull out the forty-five. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't a Derringer a little twenty-two? Uh, it can be various calibers. It's oh, not okay. necessarily twenty-two. Yeah, there, there's various calibers on. <laughs> yeah, if you get past the Derringer, I'll pull out the forty-five and let you have it. Uh, let's see. don't mess around with Elvis. So, like I said, like that one Alice Cooper thing I sent you was like, uh, uh, you oh, can't yeah. make this stuff up. Like, 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 Alice, like, like Alice, like, like, here's, here's a 38 Smith and Wesson. Like, I want you to pull it out on me and shoot yeah. me with it. And like, yeah, like Alice Cooper's trying to take the bullets out. Like, you know, like, don't take the no, bullets no, no, out. No, just, no, 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 just, no, no, leave them in there. Just, just go ahead, just point it and shoot it at me. And then, just, and then he just like does like that, like, like the move on him. Oh. It's like throws him on the ground. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. The colonel can't leave the country, so that's the whole speculation on you know he's not a citizen. So uh, also the colonel uses that whole um, that people want to go. People are trying to assassinate the, the Elvis Presley, which which is a fact. Oh, secure, which is a real security. That was yeah. ab- that was an actual fact. In the movie, could, the movie I thought it was like, wait a minute, the colonel's making this up because he said one letter like I'm gonna I'm gonna kill you, Elvis, for like you know. But it wasn't. It was an actual thing. Like I was looking at the FBI files, and it was a real thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, so that's the one. That's one of the reasons why they why they say Elvis can't do the world tour because the security is so poor. Like right. like the colonel can't guarantee Elvis's safety. Right. Uh, let's see. Elvis breaks colonel on stage. You're fired, and then the colonel delivers an eight point five million dollar bill. Uh, that Elvis has to pay. Right. And then the, the dad's kind of like a schmuck. So the dad's like, yeah, he has like no we, idea. Obviously, yeah. he's not a fighter. He's not, he does nothing. He knows nothing about nope. that. They, they do play Vernon Presley as being like a, like a rube. He has no idea what's going on. Yeah. So then Elvis realizes that he can't pay the money, that they're broke. So the only choice they have is to keep the uh, colonel back on. So he's, he's which, rehired. Which is, true, which is funny because I was actually looking that up. They were saying like the, the actual amount in the movie, it says like eight, eight million or something like that. But in reality, it could have been two to 10 million. Nobody really knows. And the weird thing about it is Elvis could have easily, you know, it's like, wait a minute, it's Elvis Presley. This is like, a, you know, if he, if he does a world tour, 
It's like it's 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 yeah. like a simple thing, but Elvis being the drug, but the drug and the drugs and the fact. Well, that's that's that whole. That's also that character, the Doctor Nick character that that pops up. The drug, the drug, the doctor. And in that moment, he says, "Hey, tell the colonel he's rehired." And by the way, send up every bag, Doctor Nick, (laughs) Doctor George Constantine Nick Nick Nicopolis, obviously a a Greek American. Okay, and and I believe Uh, he, I believe he's the one that is really the originator of that whole like. Weird, like you know, doctors prescribing drugs and like. Oh, jeez. He didn't get busted for Elvis, but I, he, he got busted after uh, for other stuff. Uh, nice. Over prescribing to other people, not Elvis stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see. They mentioned Star is Born. He says skip, and then he dies, and then he dies. Kind of the the death, the, the de- like the death part of it's almost like kind of like an asterisk uh, in oh, the yeah. movie. And then we see like the the overweight Vegas Elvis in the movie oh, yeah, too before yeah. it's like the last performance of Unchained Mallet. That's man. yeah. And we so we see the uh, the the Austin Butler actor, and then it transitions to the the actual footage of uh, oh, yeah. Elvis. Yeah, but, but and it's kind of like scenes that are that were shown in the movies. Like they show you like, hey, like look look at look at look like we did that scene. Like we did, oh we did that scene too. Yeah, and then that's uh, Elvis. Uh didn't care for it, honestly. I I enjoyed it. Now, would I recommend it? I'm not sure. Unless you're an Elvis fan, like I said, like the first the first hour or so is to me is kind of slow, and it has like the old rockabilly stuff, the old Elvis. It's to me the 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 movie is the final part, the '68 special, and 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 on. I I love that stuff. I, I will say uh, it did it, I it did introduce that if I if I can dream song, which oh, I yeah, love yeah. now, yeah. Um, but and and that, did you say you actually watched a '68 special? So oh yeah, hmm. and that too. Yeah, I, I'm I, telling you, I, I'm telling you, I your next step is going to be that that uh, the Aloha special, that '70s Aloha. That, that's that's your next thing to watch. I saw it. So I saw the movie with a friend of mine, and we got through about 30 minutes, and we're like, "Yeah, we can't watch. Like, I can't go. I can't not move forward with. I can't move forward <laughs> with this movie." Was that the beginning of it? Yeah, the first 30 minutes, like yeah, literally yeah. 30 minutes in, we're just like, uh, yeah, this is not what we want to watch right now. I'll tell you one thing. It definitely took me a long time to get through it. You know, it, it took me multiple sittings to get through it. Yeah, that's and that's not never a good sign. Yeah, although, when you, although, t- when you although text I, me, yeah. you, see, you, you normally see me a text saying like, yeah, hey, I'm going to take a break. And once you yeah. say, I'm going to take a break, I'm like, oh, shoot. You know, oh, yeah. Because yeah. you did that for the menu. You're like, yeah, I got to take yeah, a break. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Menu. You're right, but also, you know, it's like, uh, I think it's like a thing, it's like an older thing, too. And plus, when I have to write notes and stop and go back and rewind, so it, it does interrupt the flow of things as, you know, compa- as opposed to watching a movie all the way through. There, there's that weird thing where it starts to, like, wear you down. Maybe I'm just old now, and it's just like, it just, it wears me down now. Well, I mean, that's why I watch every movie twice. The first yeah. time is just no notes, just watch it and enjoy it, or you not don't enjoy it. And then I will watch it a second time, and I'll just fast forward through through it, and then I'll take my notes. Yeah, I don't these days. I don't think I can watch any movie twice. Period. Though. <laughs> so that, that's that's my problem. I, I mean, I'm not you know maybe I'm being sounds like I'm being silly, but I don't think I can watch any movie twice now. Even the ones I think are really good. Yeah. Mm, I saw the menu twice, all the way through twice. Oh, like yeah. without with like like not stopping and taking notes, it's like saw it twice. Oh. So technically, for the menu, I actually saw it three times because then the, I needed a third watch and I take notes. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that uh-huh. definitely for me was probably honestly, honestly. So, so we've seen um, Elvis, oh. the menu. Um, what did we watch last week? Um, Maverick. Uh, Maverick. And have we seen any other Academy? No, I think those are the three that are up for um, the menu for me is number one so far. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah, and I'm not sure it's going to even get a, a nominee nomination for Academy, but it got the Golden Globe, I think. So okay, um, Maverick definitely was good for me too. Uh, Elvis wouldn't even I wouldn't even think about nominating this for an award, honestly. Okay, so do you see this? So if you had the th- so we have the three, well, I'll what's tell you your one ranking thing. for the three. If you're going to put like actor wise. You know, none of them. You know, not even the. I mean, as much as I thought the guy looks like Elvis, and he does a. I'll tell you one thing. He does a good represent. I've seen many Elvis impersonators in my life. Yeah, and I think he does a really damn good job on what he's doing. You know, for being, I mean, he's an actor. He's paying millions. So I guess that he has to do it. But he does a really good job with that. That that being said, nah, no, no, there's no nobody in this movie is going to get an Academy Award. Nobody, not even Tom Tom Hanks. You know, forget that guy. He's like he's awful. Mm-hmm. Never, never been a Tom Hanks fan except for yeah. uh, Big and, oh, and yeah. Bosom Buddies. I think we talk about. No, well, we always joke about that. Like Bosom Buddies is like his apex for me. Like it's like I, I it's really a, do like Big. I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a it's yeah. Except for that one scene where he grabs like the boobs, like as a kid, which yeah. which, 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 which I guess does make sense. That's something you. God, what about, how old is how old is the kid in that movie? Yeah, we talk like, about like the weird sexuality. <laughs> it's like, like the, ten years old or something. Like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grab. I need to grab boobs. Yeah. Um, so your order, so what do you put the three in order so far? Uh, for movie, movie wise? Yeah, the menu, Maverick, and Elvis. Oh man, this is a hard you know what? I, I don't want I don't want to say that. Yeah, I don't want yeah, yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing, I'll put the menu at the bottom. Really? Sure. Shoot. For sure the menu at the, is at the bottom. Yeah, I'm a little could be because it's like I don't think Maverick's a good movie, but it's a movie that like it's easy to watch. So so right now I'm gonna have probably if I, if, you're, if you're gonna force me with a gun. You know, like, you know, put me into a box. I'm probably going to put Elvis as being what? like, dang, yeah. Like yeah. you're, you're, uh, you're biased. <laughs> like I'm caught in a trap. Great, great song, great song. Yeah, you know, you know, I will give them a little credit because even though they ruined the Doja, the the Doja Cat stuff, they do put some of the other songs at the in the credits, which is which is where they should be, like the modern stuff, the even like the. Uh, what is it? Is it the, the M&M? in the ghetto? In the ghetto. Oh yeah, it's in the very in the credits, and then it goes on to the 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 other version with the other with the rap singer doing it, and then the Eminem song pops up, and by then I'm already out of the, I'm gone with the credits, so I'm like, okay, it doesn't matter. That's fine. Put Eminem at the in the end of the credits. That makes sense. So we're gonna add two more films for next oh, week. Gosh. So oh, so our agenda pretty much is full for the next four weeks, probably. Oh no, we'll put Bans- Banshees on there. Oh, I knew you were gonna say that because <laughs> it's free. And uh, everything, everywhere, all at once, which is also okay. free. Okay. Okay. And I've seen both of them already, so I'm not gonna hit. Yeah, at least on that you. one, in my mind, looks fun. It's got like you know, it looks like it might be fun. A short, a short round. Who who may win? Yeah. Uh, who may win a Golden Globe on Tuesday? Best actor. A supporting actor. Oh, okay. So, okay. so Banshees and Everything Everywhere have been nominated for multiple uh, Golden Globes for Tuesday. So we'll see okay. if they win. So Colin Farrell's been nominated for Best Actor. I believe the film's been nominated for Best Film. Everything Everywhere, the film. Michelle Yeoh, I think, is nominated. And Short Round. I, I'm short sorry, Round. I don't know Short. I don't know his name. But Short Round's way. also nominated. All those Indiana Jones movies are are free right now on Prime. I don't know if I watch those. Yeah, you know why, right? Because leading up to the new release this year of oh, the, God. Di- the di- what is it called? The Dial of Destiny? Oh, the shoot. Pick of Destiny. I think it's the Pick of Destiny. I think. <laughs> like a bar oh, speaking, speaking of that, um, I think uh, Mark showed me that they're thinking of making a Pick of Destiny Part Two. Oh, I love that movie. 
Yeah, which which, which kind of makes amazing. me realize: is it gonna? Can they recreate that soundtrack? No, yeah. no, they cannot. They do. Dio's dead. Like you can't bring. Yeah, Dio that's back. like Spinal Tap. Like they, they can never recreate nope. the the original. Yeah. Nope. 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 Uh, let's see, running three hours. All right, we're looking good. So we we probably have a couple of movies for next week. Uh, are we going to do? Um, are we going to do Last of Us? Which I don't know. I don't think it'll be out for next show, but the following show probably will be. Are we going to do I mean, that or you're out? I mean, if you're going to force me, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I ain't going to force you. Force me. I'm not going to force you. <laughs> <laughs> so for sure, we'll do the two movies, and yeah. then the uh, Golden Globes will be uh, winners will be announced by then. So we'll okay. have some. Uh, idea of what's going to be i think the academy award announces their nominees later on this month i think the 24th i think i want to say yeah and then and i'm gonna so, have to propose that we only do the academy awards and and screw the golden globes oh yeah yeah yeah. but but don't forget it might be the same 10 films though oh, it might, it might be the same no. 10 <laughs> but yeah but then well, what have we learned that if you win the golden globes you don't win the academy awards isn't that the rule like of thumb isn't that the way it goes? Uh, I don't know what that. I don't know what the stats are on I that. I feel like that's what happens. Like if you win that, you don't get to win this one. We, we're going to give you the consolation prize. I don't know what the stats are on that. We'll take a look. Like we need to look at that. Like like Gary. Like look look up the uh, look, look <laughs> the, up the odds stats. are if you win the uh, yeah, Golden if you Globe win Globe. best movie for the Golden Globe, you don't get to win the Academy Award. Like uh, spread the share the uh, share the love, spread the wealth. Yeah, it's like the it's like the old adage of. Um, like you get you get the award if you're like you know like we're, we like the whole team goes out there you don't participate but you still get an award. All righty, so I think that's it for this week's episode of Brews, Views, and Other Nerdities. I'm Leonard. And I'm Gregory, and we'll talk to you soon. <laughs>